Hello, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Official Clothing, a hip-hop streetwear brand straight out of Tucson, Arizona. And if you are looking for the dopest hip-hop hats, shirts, masks, bracelets, other jewelries, pins, if you want to try and become the hat god and fail, you can go to ohfishl.com. And if you use code TABLEDRAGGER at checkout, that is all one word, TABLEDRAGGER, you will get 25% off your first order. Hats are back in stock. Well, some hats have been restocked. Uh, listen, get them while they're hot. I still have to get mine and keep my hat god status. So get yours before I get mine, if you can. But don't forget to use the code TABLEDRAGGER at checkout. Official clothing. Live by your own rules. Thank you, Kaz. This episode is also brought to you by Sleep Terror Clothing. If you're looking for a dark streetwear brand creating bold occult and tattoo-inspired clothing, including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and art prints, then guess what? Sleep Terror Clothing is the brand you have been looking for. Do you crust no one? Well, you're going to have to go to sleepterrorclothing.com right now and see who you can crust and what it is exactly I'm talking about. Is it some kind of zombified pizza man? Well, again, sleepterrorclothing.com. And when you buy your crust no one t-shirt, make sure at checkout you put in code TABLEDRAGGER, that is all one word, to get 15% off your first order. The best deal on the East Coast, they say. Sleep Terror Clothing. Follow your own path, or see you in your dreams. (laughs) Thank you, John. I love you very much. Uh, What else? Oh, yeah. Go to Cullah.com. That is C-U-L-L-A-H.com. If you like the music you've heard on this show, you haven't heard it yet, but you're about to, and I'm sure you're going to love it. And if you do love it, go to Cullah.com. C-U-L-L-A-H.com. All the music the man has ever made is there for free. There is no better deal on earth. That's right. I bring you the best deals on the East Coast. Culla brings you the best deals on earth. So try beating that one. You can't. Thank you all for listening. We are going to start the show now. And by we, I just mean me and my cell phone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Dragging the Table. My name is DJ, and today I have with me the <laughs> the man who needs no introduction because he is the podcast Royal Rumble number three champion, Adam Nutter. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. It no was, problem. Uh, it was fun uh, meeting face to face the other night and uh, bullshitting. <laughs> In a group of people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I <laughs> I liken my experience uh, in that rumble to... Do you remember that scene in Terminator 2 where she's like seeing the... She thinks she's seeing the future. It's like a dream. She's holding on to the fence and then the yeah, nuke of goes off. And like that's <laughs> what it felt like. I was like, oh, God, no! <laughs> like, there was uh, yeah, a- and I mean... Well, first of all, Terminator 2 is the best action movie of all time. I'll take that I'll take that shit to the bank. I'll fight anybody on that. Terminator 2, best action movie of all time. And then um, the second <laughs> part of that is, uh, 
Yeah, like it's 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 you know when when I got asked to do that podcast for all Rumble thing, and I was looking at who's doing. It. First of all, I, like Delvin's a good friend of mine. Like Jody, who you know won the last one, good friend of mine. He didn't do it, but he was you know like the co host of it i guess kind yeah. of thing but you know i'm seeing all these people i know and stuff and i'm like well i'm the only like comedian official like actual stand-up co- you know comic on this roast and i was like i don't know if all these guys could could riff <laughs> like i can because like me it's what that's every show pre and after comedy show i do is me and the other comics roasting each other <laughs> just over and over four hours <laughs> so it's like this is all i i just i'm just good at just keeping the conversation going. So I was like, I'm like, I think I'll do good in this. <laughs> and then winner. So. Yeah. I mean, listen, a lot of us, uh, indie podcasters, we fancy ourselves of like, Oh, well I would, I would start going to open mics, but I have this podcast I'm doing, but I'm very funny. And it just takes a guy like you to come in and just drop nukes on folks to be like, <laughs> okay, well maybe I'm not as funny as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are all fucking funny. You're right. It's just it's just a different skill set, right? To have that riffing ability, like on live, just going and like it's just something. Again, it's that I got not from podcasting, just from going out. I do, I've been doing comedy seven years. Like you know, I mean, it's just what you fucking do. <laughs> it's fucking, you just riff with your asshole friends. You tell drug stories, and then you try to see who's the biggest degenerate between each other. And like, that's my life. That's all I could do. That's all I do every day. <laughs> so when COVID hit, like that shit stopped, and like doing that was like a fun kind of, you know, getting back to like normalcy for me. Like, oh, I get to riff and be a dick. <laughs> have you been able to do? I know, like at the end, you plugged your shows. Like, have you been able to actually do any comedy really at all? Two shows. I've done two shows since COVID hit. That's Good it. Grief. Yeah, it sucks, dude. dude. Like, it sucks. Uh, yeah, I did. I did one in in New Hope, which is like 15 minutes from me in Pennsylvania, which is a great spot who, who I always go to. And we had a show there, but it sucked because like, I think we could we were only allowed 20 people in the audience. <laughs> what was the What was the size of the venue normally? It can normally hold. So it's a great. It's a great. Uh, it's an old school music bar in New Hope, uh, New Hope, Pennsylvania, like historical John and Peters. And over the last few years, it's also become like a comedy hotspot. Mm-hmm. Between from my, my 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 good friend Mike Dialto, he's the one who kind of started it there. So it's a John and Peters bar, and it's downstairs. I have a fucking awesome stage because it's an old music bar. So there's this fucking great stage and all these like bleacher pew seats sitting around it with tables and shit six so it, it holds like i would say full capacity like 80 seated uh i've been in there when it was way more than that <laughs> you know <laughs> but uh so to go from that like- to 20 it's fucking just a bummer but like they were cool because they were there for comedy you know so they're like yeah and we're like Trying to tell dick jokes, but telling dick jokes to 20 people is like, <laughs> you know, it's weird. <laughs> You're like, I feel like I'm mouth, I'm like verbally raping you guys and talking about my dick. <laughs> I can see all your eyes. Like, you know, it's like, it's, it's weird. Yeah. That but is, it was fun, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. Well, and before, I always forget, before we get too far, uh, if you have anything to plug, like any dates or your uh, podcast oh. or anything, like go ahead and do all that now. Yeah, <laughs> so everybody um, knows. So <laughs> check out my podcast, uh, Nerds with Words. I do it with my good friend Neil Wood, another comic. Uh, every Wednesday night, we go live at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. We're actually changing the name of the podcast soon, 
So everything I'm saying is kind of very pointless. <laughs> but you can still... <laughs> I don't know where you changed the name to yet, but it's the, the show isn't changing, just the name, if that makes sense. I just feel like Nerds with Words, people get confused a lot. They think it's like a comic book show. And we, we do talk comic book stuff, but it's more of a comedy podcast for me and again neil we kind of just we riff we joke around we have on guests and you know we joke it's it's not a it's it's fun it's like a hangout fun comedy podcast and the nerds with words name kind of throws it off to people so we're trying to (laughs) (laughs) shift away from that (laughs) so we are switching the name but podcast is awesome go check out nerds with words um i if you any connecticut new england folk uh august 26th i'll be up at comic to mohegan sun and uh Comic Shorthouse. I'll be doing a show 8 p.m. there. Uh, go to their website for tickets. And also, oh, I'm doing the Staten Island Comedy Festival, my hometown. Uh, I'm going back home to my trash home in Staten Island to do the comedy <laughs> festival there, September 8th through ter- uh, September 8th through t- 13th. Go to fifthboroughcomedyfestival.com for tickets and all that shit. So if you guys are in the New York area, come on out. Uh, it's all outside shows, socially distant, and all that bullshit. So come on out, support me. Your boy doing live comedy. <laughs> well, I think this episode should come out on the 21st, if that's this Friday. So, yeah, I'll put all that stuff in the show notes, too. Awesome. So if anybody wants to, they can check it out. Um, so what? why did you initially call it Nerds with Words? Was it like one of those things where you just had like a certain vision and then it just evolved over time? Or was it just like, eh, we need something quick and let's just put it up there and go? You know what it was? It was it was it was a catchy name, which it is. It is a catchy name. Um, it's just like I am a nerd. I'm a bona fide bona fide nerd. Like I have like a fucking ten thousand. No, more than that. Like eleven twelve thousand dollar comic book collection. Like CGC graded. Like in the case. Like yeah. I, I mean, look at my fucking arm. It's covered in '90s cartoon tattoos. Dude, reptar. Yeah, I'm a fucking reptar here, dude. I mean, like, I am a nerd. I have two Venom tattoos. I have two. Uh, my, my leg is full of Spider-Man tattoos. Like, I'm fucking nuts. Okay, so like, I am a nerd. But I mean, it was meant to just be again. What it is a comedy podcast. But I was like, I'm a nerd. Uh, Neil is a horror movie nerd. So like, you know, nerds with words and stuck. But then I was like, yeah, people just are not breaking from the nerd thing (laughs) just just hearing that and like i think people like either two oh so this is what happens dude either people tune in being like oh this is like a pure like comic book movie podcast something like that and they hear us being like yeah i'm gonna beat that guy to fucking death that guy's a cunt or whatever they're like this isn't this is aggressive (laughs) right is that so people are like i don't want to hear this or or people like don't tune in Cause like, oh, I, I want to listen to like comedy shit, and I want to listen here. You guys talk about comic books. I'm like, we don't. We do if it comes into the you know natural conversation. But like, it's not like we're like, all right, part two of the show. Like, you're spawn <laughs> seventeen. Like, let's <laughs> uh. <laughs> let's break down why I have this next to me right now because I'm sending it down to get graded by CGC. That's why I'm a fucking lunatic. That's amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a crazy person. <laughs> so. But I, it's so crazy that people still now, because podcasts have been around for what, at least mainstream, well, I say mainstream, like, I feel like technically they just became mainstream with uh, Joe Rogan's Spotify deal, but like, I've been listening to podcasts for like nine or ten years now, and I don't know, it's so, it's weird to think about, like, do you ever think about when you first started listening to podcasts, because like, I had no idea 
what to expect. Like I didn't really know any comedians. I knew nothing. So like when I heard, I think like Pete Holmes and uh, like the, you made it weird. And the crab feast were like Mm -hmm. two of the first podcasts I ever heard. And like, I'm hearing these stories. Like, what are these people talking about? Like, is this even real? Like this can't be, (laughs) but I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you like it, you'll stick with it and be like, okay, like I, I clearly don't know what this is. I need to find out where these people are and what is going on. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like again, like I don't know, man. I have a weird, like I have a weird like upbringing with like entertainment and comedy because like again, I'm from New York, from Staten Island, you know, I don't, I, I don't live there anymore. I, but I'm not, I'm like less than an hour away from Staten Island still, living in Pennsylvania. So I'm still close. You know, I still do comedy. Well. Was still doing comedy in New York, <laughs> you know, and all that shit. So like, you know, I'm still, I'm still, still a very active part of my life. But I am like, this place sucks. I gotta leave, you know. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, but like, I grew up listening to like Opie and Anthony, like those days. I was like 16, 17 years old. So I grew up listening to like Patrice O'Neill, Jim Norton, Bobby Kelly, Rich Voss, Bill Burr, like Louis C.K. Before they were famous, like before they who were they? Like you know, this is like 2004, 2003. This is like going back, man. I'm 33 years old now, so like this is my upbringing into like teenage years, and I'm like, oh, this is what I find funny, right? Like this is the humor I find funny. It's how my friends joke around. So that's like where I went with it. So then I started doing comedy at like at a young age. So when I first started getting into podcasts, my brain is like, well, I want to hear the comics. Like, that's what I want. I want their stories. I, I want the comedy stories. That's where I, that's where I grew up with, dude. That's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear fake celebrity, not fake celebrity, like celebrities tell fake bullshit stories. Yes. Like, and then I went to them, the gala and then like <laughs> JLo Bloomy. It's like, fucking who cares? I want to hear about Jim Norton talking about the time he fucked a tranny at the comedy cellar. Like, that's what I want to hear. Like, you know, that any, any day of the week, I'd rather hear that story way better to me so like when i first started listening to podcasts i'm like that's all i'm going for like you know the comedy ones that's how i got the podcast and then of course like you know you're like oh what's other stuff like oh there's science podcasts there's like informative podcasts and shit like that but comedy <laughs> hardcore I, that's where i went first with podcasts 100 percent. yeah it's weird i feel like people do gravitate like once you find the thing like you look around and then once you find the thing like that's it like i the, the first podcast I ever, ever even heard of was uh, the Burt cast because Burt Kreischer used to yeah, do uh, local radio here all the time. And he talked about starting a podcast. And I was like, what is that even? <laughs> uh, and he would just talk about different shows. And I was like, OK, well, I'll check out this Pete Holmes guy. Or he said he's going to be on the Crab Feast. Or what is the Nerdist? Uh, and it's the same. It's like you said, like the celebrities tell interesting stories like Rob Lowe is a perfect example he was on Rogan the other day I watched it I watched most of it I I wanted to I was talking about I wanted to hate that guy because I'm like it's Rob Lowe like it's he can't be good and I listened to all three hours and I love that dude (laughs) you know what I mean you know what the thing about Rob Lowe is I I always thought he was a cool dude I always had a feeling he was because he's super handsome. Yeah. Hear me out. He's super handsome, right? So he never had like that, I think, like that I can't get pussy feeling that we all had. Yeah. So you, know, you know what I'm saying? So he never had to go through that ever. He was always famous from a young age. So like why not be the coolest dude in the world? You were on Parks and Rec, like a great – no, but seriously. Think about like what – oh, he went. Oh, he had that little underage – thing that okay yeah that wasn't great i forgot about that to right now but like <laughs> i can't remember the uh-huh. right now <laughs> but let's put that aside and the other stuff you know <laughs> pretty cool so so all i'm saying is like of course he was probably gonna be like a cooler dude but like 
I don't. My, okay, it's weird you said that because my struggle with that was I was like, yeah, that's cool, but I don't care. Oh, really? Oh, that? He yeah. was a cool dude, you mean? Be, or you're just like, eh, I get it. Because I was like, I'm like, yeah, you're Rob Lowe. You're always famous. Like, you're not going to tell any crazy stories because, like, you're still a working actor. You're not going to burn right. bridges. So I was like, let's be honest. You're a cool dude, I'm sure. And, like, yeah, okay, you're a cool dude. You curse. Okay, I get it, dude. <laughs> I, I get it. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, <sighs> I want to hear like, yeah, I was doing blow in the eighties off so-and-so's fucking tits. And like, and he wasn't telling the, he wasn't going to tell the stories. Well, it's so, like, like to hear him on Rogan, it's like, cool, I guess. But like, eh, you know what I'm saying? I think that is the curse of the going sober guy. It, Cause Robert Downey Jr. When he right. was on, that was the same way. And I found out, I didn't know this until after the fact or after the show, I guess that I guess he doesn't talk about his sobriety at all publicly because he thinks, I, I don't know I don't what. want to hear it, that, but then like, don't go on Rogan. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, don't waste my time. It's crazy because that's I, what we. Heard, yeah, that's what we all know. Like, I refused to watch the first Iron Man movie because I was like, <laughs> this guy is trash. Like, this movie is going to be trash because Robert Downey Jr. is garbage and he he won't care about this. And look at him now, like the most. I know. He's got to be the most low key rich guy on the planet, right? Like, just Probably. billions of dollars. <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah. I don't know, dude. It's like any of that fake. Well, I feel like once you hit that level of like celebrity, it's not real anymore. It's like no. a simulation for you. Yes. You're just in the Matrix, dude. Like <laughs> we're all in the Matrix for real. But like you hit a second level of the Matrix <laughs> where you're just like, oh, I don't even like John. Like, obviously, like Johnny. De- I heard a story about Johnny Depp where like he didn't know where to buy toothpaste. I buy that. Like, and I <laughs> fully believe that story. Like, I need to fact check that is zero percent, right? But like, I fully believe that story because I can believe like a super again someone who's been famous forever since a young kid, right? Because Johnny Depp's been famous since he was like what eighteen, something like that, yeah. Right. So like, <laughs> he could be like, yeah, I don't literally know what a CVS is. What <laughs> the fuck? Like, is a Rite Aid? Like, I never even seen it. Like, I could believe that's a believable thing for me. Like a hundred percent. Well, it's like how thing. Bill Gates, when, uh, what was it years ago? Somebody asked him like how much a loaf of bread was. And he's like, I don't know, $35. Like uh, what? <laughs> that seems reasonable for a loaf of bread. <laughs> Four million bucks, right? Like, isn't that loaf of bread? Like wonder bread, 2 million. But like, if you go on like, you know, Pepperidge farm, it's a good $4 million bread right there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's so weird. Like, I don't know. Because of, Rogan moving to Spotify and like podcasting becoming like a really becoming a thing that people are like starting to pay attention to because you know at the it's funny because at the beginning of like COVID everyone was like oh the market's gonna be flooded with all these people with nothing to do just putting their podcasts out there and it's like well first of all that's ninety nine percent of the shows out there anyway <laughs> like we are just yeah. uh, chaff <laughs> waiting yeah. to be cut down. Yeah, uh, but well, I, I, I just like when people said that. I'm like, or they can be worried about feeding their families because they don't have a job. But one of those two things is going to happen, though. <laughs> one of those two is for sure going to happen. <laughs> You're probably the, the second. I think it's the podcast. <laughs> Maybe the I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's just, I don't even remember the point I was going to make about it. Like, it's just a weird, it's a weird thing to do now. I guess. Like, well, you know what it is. It's like. It's very unlikely now that you're going to hit like a Rogan level fame of podcasting if you're a no one, right? Like he was already somebody (laughs) like, let's be (laughs) honest, 
<laughs> he was a fucking full-time headlining comic. He was he was a fucking on Fear Factory. Had news rated before that. He was somebody. Yeah. We're nobodies. Like I'm a fucking no one comic. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so here's what I had. So this is what Neil and I, Neil and I for nerds words soon to be changed. But, <laughs> but here's here's what we had to do. Like we're like well we're comics. We just got to find the lower end comedy market and find the people that like so like okay. We have a lot of the same, and I also know like a lot of the same New York comics that are friends, like Legion of Skanks crew. Mm-hmm. So like Aaron, Bur- I, I know Aaron Burr, I know Dave Temple, Caitlin Rupert, I know all those guys, right? And ladies, like I know all of them from comedy. So like we get them on our show too, and then the fans of Skanks and those guys still listen to our podcast, and they become fans of us, not to the level obviously, but they listen to us a little bit. So we get the skank offshoot a little bit, right? So it's like, oh, okay. So we know our fan base is like those guys, which are diehard comedy fans, which is what we want yes. for comics. So we're like, all right, well, we just got to not cater our show to anybody because we don't do that. We don't cater to anybody. We cater to ourselves because that's what we do. But we're like, oh, well, we kind of know our fan base. So we we get it. Like, I'm not going to get fucking the My Favorite Murder fan crowd. I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. Like, I get it. Like, I'm going to get skank fans. Like, that's how, you know what I'm saying? Look at me. Like, I'm not going to get, <laughs> like, I'm not going to get, like, the armchair quarterback Dak Shepard crew. We're going to get Legion Skank <laughs> crew. We're going to get the fucking Skeptic Tank crew, the fucking Tuesdays with Stories. We're going to get the offshoot to those, you know, those fans. That's well, what we're going to do. And I'm fine with that. That's, our, that's my fucking thing. And that's kind of, I feel like that's what all of us should be shooting for because like, it's so weird with like, you know how Shane Gillis, it seems like however long ago that he, uh, you know, they went back in the archives and found all these terrible, you know, whatever things that he said, uh, how, how much more is that going to come to the forefront of, you know, people just combing through? Like, I I feel like it just happened. It just happened to me. A month ago. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I mean. Like, if you are already, like, associating yourself with uh, dudes like the Legion of Skanks or, you know, they're whoever they encompass, like, that crowd, I feel like. It's a bullshit, like, to get, like, kind of serious for a minute. It's it's a bullshit, like, misrepresentation because, like, their fan base and those guys are the nicest group of fucking dudes and ladies in the world. Like I agree. Most loyal fan base, nicest fan. Like you would think, like again, because they get mis, because they get misrepresented by the fucking liberal cuck comics and shit. So like you know, they'll be like, they're 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 rapist, racist fan base, and their fan base is a, a mixed <laughs> bunch of fucking everyone yeah. who are the most respectful to women. Like they're the one, they're the guys who like straight up like who will call out that shit at comedy shows and like beat people up for it. Like you know, I'm like yeah, uh, mistreating a woman and stuff. Like I've seen it firsthand. So that bullshit, and of course, like the Seth Simons, well, he's just get he he just got accused of like being a sex pest. The guy who wrote about you know uh, Gillis and all those guys. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're the ones raping and being the creeps, like not you know the ones they're accusing. It's never the case. It's always them. It's always the guys loudest about it are the ones doing it. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Always. Uh, so exactly. <laughs> so what happened to you a month ago? Oh, so Neil and I were making uh, Anne Frank jokes on the podcast. Not even about Anne Frank. We were talking about if she survived the camp, like what would she write about? And we were talking about like she'd probably become like a young romance author. (laughs) 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 And we just – so here's the thing though. Backstory. 
there's this – I won't even mention any names because okay. I won't bring any light to it. But there's somebody <laughs> in the Philly comedy scene who legitimately everybody hates. She's a chick. Everybody hates her. She's done this a hundred times. She's also racist against black dudes in comedy. So you know who you are. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she 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 tried to call me out because my old co-host, who is a super SJW liberal cuck, he's about this tall, and he could fucking eat my fist if I ever see him again. <laughs> but, <laughs> but won't say his name either. But he's the one who saw it, wrote a Facebook thing about it, didn't have the balls to even tag me. She never even saw the thing. She just went off on it. Post about it on Facebook, and here's what happened. I gained Twitter followers out of it. We got more podcast listeners, and then all my friends in comedy, also people who I don't know in comedy, just kind of kind of know in comedy, females, <laughs> Jewish people, everyone alike were like, yo, that was hilarious. Fuck that chick. Like, no one cares. And that's what, you know why? Because Neil and I never addressed it. Not once. I mean, like, to that, like, I mean, I'm talking to you about it, but yeah, like, yeah. I mean, we never, like, addressed it i never wrote a thing we never did a thing because we're like we don't care about you you mean nothing also you're not a comic like you are but no one thinks you're funny or respects you like you don't get booked like who cares so neil and i were like cool and we just ignored it <laughs> and then nothing <laughs> happened <laughs> because that's what you do and that's my advice to everyone out there who has a podcast or is a comic like just don't bend the knee because it doesn't matter because no one really cares. No, I, I I think that especially with how much all of us love to talk, like we have so much of our voices out there. Like we were just talking about uh, how Big J got, you know, tackled from behind the other day. Not too far from where I live. And I also know <laughs> that producer for the Soul Joel. I know him. Like, so to me, like I saw that as like a huge badge of honor. Like if I was Big J, I would start all my shows with... I am so polarizing that my words make people throw their bodies at me. Like <laughs> they can't, they can't find the words to come back at me. So they have to throw themselves at me. <laughs> that was crazy. Ridiculous. I mean, that guy took a beating too. <laughs> the, you're talking about the guy beating. that, the guy that jumped at him. You mean the guy that jumped big J? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> oh, he took a fucking beating. Oh, that guy took a, yeah. <laughs> like what <laughs> that again i just think that speaks to like people don't they they have this twitter mentality of like i can do a thing and walk away from it and not yeah. really have any repercussions and clearly like the, being trapped inside for so long makes some people think they can just do a thing physically and they'll have no repercussions <laughs> from it <laughs> dude twitter i love twitter for so many reasons because like okay I have four – I always say this, I have like four parts of me on Twitter, right? So <laughs> I have the comedy part, right? Mm -hmm. That's the comedian part of me on Twitter. So I'll make jokes, write jokes and stuff like that. Sports part of me on Twitter, right? Because I'm a big sports person, so I got to talk about sports, a lot of sports on Twitter. Third part of me is, is like comic book nerd Twitter, okay? So like I'll, I got to get in my comic book stuff on Twitter. And my fourth part of me is politic Twitter, uh, political Twitter, because I'm a big outspoken libertarian. You know, I'm big <laughs> into li li libertarian party and all that shit. So like – I get into it in arguments online <laughs> with people, um, right and left. I don't give a shit, right? So, like, <laughs> here's the thing, though. People on Twitter will talk mad shit to you because it's a screen. Yes. And they forget, though, that there's a very real-world possibility that they may run into me in real life one time, especially, <laughs> like, people I kind of know. Yeah. So, 
like I have a rule. Like I will be a I will be a fucking asshole on Twitter, but like I won't like start like I will never like threaten like a physical thing or anything unless it starts first. And this is what, this is my new thing now. I just go, uh, all right, man, keep that same energy next time you see me in person. <laughs> they won't. They will they see won't. you from across they the won't. room <laughs> and they will turn around and go to the furthest corner. Like yeah. that's just, just always just like what I it said is. to my my old co-host. Like he wrote that thing about me. I go, all right, man. If I ever if I was ever to respond, that's what I would have said. I would have said. Keep that same energy next time you see me in person. Because I guarantee you won't. I guarantee you won't even fucking look me in my eyes. Because that's what weak men do. Like, for, let's, let's take away the part that, yeah, I'm, I trained. I used to fight mixed martial arts. I have 10 years of training under my belt. Forget all that. <laughs> Forget all that. Like, it's still like I'm still a dude. You know, like, it's a weird thing that happened in America where, like, men aren't men anymore. Yeah. And, uh, like... Yeah. It's like your words have consequences, dude. Like my wife with 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 other women, they don't. That's not how they operate, right? So women, it's not how they operate. But that's how I do. <laughs> so like <laughs> if you're going to run your fucking mouth at me, well, you might get met with the fucking fist because like that's how it works in dude world, man. Like I don't care. Your background doesn't matter. Your sexual orientation doesn't matter. Your religion doesn't matter. Your creed doesn't matter. If you're a man and you identify as a man <laughs> – your words have consequences, and you better learn how to fight quick, <laughs> because that shit lost us in this country. And like, I think that's important. Yeah, it's it's that. It's no one taking consideration that or anyone's actual feelings. Like, yeah. we actually do have feelings. Like, I I may have talked about it on this show once or twice. I don't know, but there was there was a comedian, I can't remember his name, but he was on Twitter and he said something along the lines of like, this was probably like six or eight months ago. He's like, if I ever have anyone on any of my shows again, that even tries to make a trans joke, they're off the lineup and I'll never have them. And anyone who, you know, associates with me won't have them on their show anymore. And I tried to make the point of, you know, if it's funny, who cares? Uh, and I retweeted that tweet. And I, I only had like maybe 20 people or so come after me, <laughs> like, just tell me what a bad person I was. Tell me I was transphobic, homophobic. Like I was just a bad person because I was defending, making a joke against a specific person. And it's, it's like, fucking stupid. it doesn't make sense. It's, like, dude, I'm telling you, you just, I'm just also, I think I'm just done with like feeding into like not realistic bullshit. Like I'm just <laughs> done with, I'm just done. Cause like, I also can't get fired from anything. I don't, you know, I'm a comic who has a podcast. You can fire me from. <laughs> <laughs> so like every time I hear certain things like that, I just don't agree with. I just go, nah, <laughs> you know, I just go, nah, it's stupid. I'm like, yeah, yell at me, but I don't care. Like, cause here's the thing, especially like being libertarian is like, and I believe this wholeheartedly. Like I do, do you, man, I don't like do whatever you want to do in life. As long as you're not, again, violating a non-aggression principle, like you're not hurting anybody. You're not, you know, stealing, man. I do go nuts. But like, once you're going to start to be like you, cause you don't say this, you think this, I go, all right, well, we're going to have a problem. We're gonna have a real problem because like, you can't just force your ideas <laughs> on me because I disagree with you. It's psychotic. It's like Twitter ruined life. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. Twitter is full of the people that are like they're telling you they're like the real life people that are like you don't like this band well let me play you this song you might not have heard this <laughs> song yet you're like no I don't like them but like but this song it's a deep cut you just probably haven't heard it it's like, like oh I want to deep cut my wrist <laughs> if you keep talking to me 
<laughs> so what? Like I've heard you mention a lot over the uh, span of podcasts I've heard you on that you're libertarian. And what? Like what? Were you always libertarian, or did you like eventually find it? Yeah, I I think yes. The answer yes, but not technically. I, I never. I didn't know what it was for the longest. Like I didn't know libertarian was a thing until I was like in my early twenties. Because you know, I grew up in Staten Island, which is like Republican central. Out of uh, out of all the city, <laughs> Staten Island's like the only red out of a sea of blue, right? So like, I grew up uh, just always thinking like it's just red versus blue, and this is it. You have two two ways to think, and yep. <laughs> you got to align all these ways to think red and all these ways to think blue. And I was like, well, I, I don't feel either all those ways about either side though. So I was like, I can't. I don't know. I don't agree with this. And then I just kind of went my whole life, like trying to figure it out. And then I finally heard like libertarian. I was like, what the fuck is libertarian? <laughs> yeah, really? What and is I, it? Cause yeah, I've always so, heard it was a conservative that smoked weed. Like that's, that's <laughs> not true, but it is funny. <laughs> Cause it's a little true. It's a little true, but not true. <laughs> it's, it's, Cause I am smoking weed right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, no, um, no, because like we, we, I like my, uh, I disagree with a lot of conservative views, a lot, uh, and I disagree with a lot of leftist views too, because it's how it is. Like libertarianism is pretty much this: like, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. Can you get on board with those two things? <laughs> cool. Well, then we are pretty much on board with libertarianism. Like that's, you know, and like, it's that and like no. Well, I'm like an ant. Anarcapitalist, they like to call anarcapitalist. They like what to call it's like ancap. <laughs> so I'm like an extreme libertarian, I guess, where I don't want, I want zero government. I think the government should just protect us militarily and that's it. So all the shit we see right now, I think is just destroying us as a society. Like all the COVID stuff is legitimately worse because of government, like straight up. I don't care what side you think you're on. Like it's worse because of government. Like I'm telling you, it is like, there's no argument. It is. So (laughs) that money that you got from the government, that's your own money. You got back, you fucking idiots. Yes. Like that's your (laughs) money that you work for, that they took from you and gave back to you. And you're like, thank you. That you begged for, please. Can we have one more? (laughs) Can someone tell me what job the government has? They hold our stuff for us. They make sure our stuff is safe. And by extension, we are safe. Right. Right. So they don't have one. So their job is theft. Their job is to take your money because the government doesn't pop a fucking uh, timestamp and uh, go, oh, off to work, hon, and whistle as they fuck. No, no, they don't. We do that. And they go, thanks. We get we get like a third of that. And then we go, oh, but you didn't you didn't you didn't earn it. And they go, no, we we didn't earn it. And I go, "Okay, but if I'm forced to give it to you, are you going to like fix the roads and shit. And they're going to go, oh, we're going to pretend we do. And I'm going to go, oh, well, can you tell me where my tax money goes? And they go, no, because we actually lose track of it. And we actually just put it mainly towards defense budget. Yeah. Oh, so not towards like anything that would really help me. No. Okay. So can I opt out on these taxes? Oh, no, you can't. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to pay. And, and then what happens if I don't pay? Oh, we're going to send armed agents of the government to your house. And we're going to force you into a cell and take away your rights. Oh, but I didn't hurt anybody. No, we're aware of that. But we're going to escalate the situation tenfold with, again, armed goons of the government. We're going to come to your private home that you paid for, even though you have to pay us property tax because, you know, we own the land. Well, how do you own the land? We're the government. But that, what does that mean? And then they go, I know, right? 
That's the government. <laughs> I know, I know, right? And you turn around and you're already in a jail cell. And you're like, what? How did this happen? And <laughs> as ridiculous as me doing all that sounds, that is what the government does. And no one could debate me on that. <laughs> like in, in the dumbest first grader nutshell, that's what the government does to every single one of us. Can I tell you, I would love to hear someone debate you on that. <laughs> 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 oh, trust me, uh, Neil. Neil, my co-host, he is not a libertarian, and we get into plenty <laughs> of <old> debates <laughs> about political stuff. Well, it's crazy now too because you know everyone because of COVID. I feel like we've all become amateur doctors, amateur uh, political talking heads. Uh, just everything that we didn't have time for before. We're all starting to pay just enough attention to that. Yeah, you know, like I. I have a big interest in anything politics, but my knowledge base is very shallow. But I have some really big opinions, and I feel like that is uh, <laughs> that is like everyone is doing that. But I, by the way, I try and keep my opinions mostly to myself because I know I sound like an idiot. But now, yeah, I mean, I am an idiot, <laughs> but like I'm definitely an idiot. <laughs> but I do know liberty, and I do understand, like, our constitutional rights and stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm not trying to be like, here's what Mercury is. Like, I don't fucking know, but I do know, I do know, like, you can't lock down society forever and just be like, well, there's a virus. I'm like, well, that's not so. <laughs> like, you know, like, so, like, I, and that's, the, and then people are like, you're a Trump supporter. I'm like, I'm not. Because I don't want the lockdowns. I mean, I fucking support Trump. It's psychotic. Yeah, I have psychotic. Cannot, I cannot tell you how many times uh, at people at work, I'll tell, I will say something against Trump. It doesn't matter what it is. They're like, I always knew you were a left guy. I'm like, I'm not a left guy. Like, I don't know that I, ne I guess maybe I am libertarian. Like, I never, I have always. Dude, I, yeah, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, I'm no party affiliation. Like, I've always been that way. Like, I don't. I started before there were podcasts. I was first introduced to right wing talk radio. Like I listened to Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity religiously for years until I hate Sean Hannity. <laughs> well, I hate them all now because I, I yeah. what was it when it went from uh, George Bush to Obama was when I started to realize the just just crazy hypocrisy because they were the the things they would defend Bush on, they were against Obama on. So I was like, okay, I'll go and check out left-wing talk radio and see what that's like. And it's the same tricks, just in a different direction. So it's... it's. You, so two things. I will definitely talk about, like, right now. <laughs> but, like, here's... This is why I have Libertarian in my bio on social media, because it doesn't even matter, because no one fucking reads. But, like... <laughs> I will argue – okay, so if I argue a leftist on Twitter, no matter what, this is the response I get. You're an alt-right racist, Trump supporter, MAGA, fucking hate, hate monger. Yes. No matter <laughs> what I say. Now, if I argue a right person on Twitter, no matter what I say, I'm a snowflake SJW faggot. So I can't be both. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they will call me that on Twitter openly. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's pretty aggressive. And I'm like, I'm not going to report you. I'm not a snitch. But like, you know, like, I'm like, dude, all right. I mean, but I'll be like, dude, I'm just not, I'm a libertarian. I'm like, I'm just, I just don't agree with you. Like, you just can't argue your point because you're stupid. That's what yes. it is, is they can't argue their points. And then to talk about like today, I go, hey, Biden's not better than Trump. He's not. 
and not he and also he's not like a less evil either. So can you tell me without mentioning Trump why I should vote for Joe Biden? No, and they they'd be like, <laughs> well, Trump hates the. I go, okay, we're done here. Have a nice night. It's. I don't know if it's because because I'm 37. I don't know if it's because uh, I've gone through just enough uh, elections that this one seems crazier than ever, or it's because of everything that's going on in the world that makes it seem crazier than ever. But like, there is never that I can recall seem to be two candidates that seem to be more of just how do I even say it? Like, it doesn't matter who you vote for; you're just voting for the same thing. Like, well, dude, last one was the same thing. I mean, Hillary is the same fucking thing. It's the same thing. The last two elections are the same fucking thing. Like, it, this is why – by the way, this is why I hate the left more than I do the right. Because, like, the right is open with their bullshit. So the right's like, we like money. And we're like, we don't care about poors. And we're not too keen <laughs> on, like, non-whites. And we're like, yeah, we get it. But they're open with it. And you know the evil. Yes. Like, you know it. The left, they're hypocritical fucking monsters. Like they're 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 just complete sociopaths. It's a different evil. It's like you can't fight that evil because they're just constantly changing their story and morphing it. So like for the last four years, and they're right, by the way, like police reform is needed, criminal justice reform. I've been saying that for fucking years as a libertarian. But by the way, something else that pisses me off. <laughs> Libertarians for years were like the police have too much power. The state's evil. The government's evil. And both sides are like, shut the fuck up to us. <laughs> and then this all happens. And then both sides are like, we're the libertarians. We're like, you guys have told us shut the fuck up for the last 20 years. What do you mean? We've been saying this stuff every day. <laughs> and now because you guys want to make it your thing, like they're going to ride it. But like you don't really care about it. But like libertarians really do care about criminal justice. Reform, we're, we always talk about it. So to hear the left be like, Fuck the police, defund the police, ACAB. And then who do they nominate? An old, rich, white, racist billionaire who's a fucking sexual predator. And then his vice presidential pick is a fucking pig cop who's who fucking put more black people. They both did. He wrote <laughs> yeah. the fucking 94 crime bill. Yes. <laughs> yeah, fucking I hypocritical fucks and when i hear any one of my leftist friends be like i'm voting for joe i go i i just want to be like i fucking i genuinely hate you because you're a hypocrite you're the worst kind of person yeah they're the vote blue no matter who people they're the i don't care who it is just get trump out of office and it's like vote joe jorgensen vote third party she's fucking great the thing about that is is like those are the same people that will call the MAGA people stupid. And it's like, yeah. do you not hear what you're saying? You're saying vote for anything other than what we have. Do you know what anything is? It's anything. anything. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I go, I go, and by the way, that is the legitimate respect. They make me defend Trump because I refuse to lie. And I don't refuse to go with bullshit news stories or the narrative. Cause I'm not a fucking idiot. And I can see like, again, I go, that Russia shit was bullshit. And they go, you're a Trump supporter. I go, nah, I fucking see facts, you fucking dumb idiot. Like, I'm not – here. oh, you know why I don't like Trump? I'll give you two reasons I, I, I want Trump removed from office. Um, The continuation of all the wars that the last two presidents fucking love so much and also that gigantic spending bill that he put through. There you go. Those two reasons alone are enough for me, a libertarian, to be like, I don't like this guy. Get him out. Th there you go. There you go. I don't need the lies. I don't need you to lie to me. I don't need you to be like Russia. I go, well, that didn't, that didn't happen. They, 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 they could be like, 
he did this. I go, well, I just did four minutes of research and that never happened. So line <laughs> number two in 10 minutes, I go for three. I mean, I watched one time that MS-13 speech he gave mm-hmm. when he was calling them monsters and rapists. I, wa- I was getting my car fixed. I was watching that in, in the lobby. In, in the, I watched the whole speech live. Live. Fucking live. And then they went to the analysis after the speech, and CNN was like, President Trump just called Mexicans rapists. I went, well, that's a fucking – I mean, they just lied right to my face. I just watched the speech. Like, And, and then they go, well, you clearly a Trump supporter. I go, I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> what There's are we no doing? such thing as nuance. You're not allowed to be nuanced. You have to have <laughs> that big, broad brush opinion, or it doesn't count. Because it's it's – it's why we let guys like uh, Biden and Harris uh, be the nominees because we're it's why, you know, you could say like, hey, we've been talking about police reform forever and it's not until now. But the reason right. people care about it now is because those chickens have come home to roost. We are right. all now you can't there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere else to look. You have to look right at what is happening to us. And what? OK, <laughs> like, wh- I don't know. No, you're right. I, I lost my point right, right in the middle of it. <laughs> no, no, it, it's, it, it's it's infuriating. It, it really it, is. It's rough when when you go like this. Somebody you go, hey man, listen, I could give you literally A through Z reasons why Biden and Harris are re- literally awful. Forget for white people, for literally black people and poor people, they are the two worst people to yes. put in off. Like just off their own. I don't have to make shit up. I could just show you their actual records and voting history. Like I could be like, well, Joe Biden co-authored 94 crime bill. It actually put more black people in prison since like Jim Crow laws. Yes. And people go, well, that was 94. I go, well, those laws are still kind of in effect today. It didn't go away. And then they go, well, so what? It's not Trump. I go, wow. That's how you walked around that. So you just justified unlawfully uh, uh, jailing more black men because fuck Trump. Well, yeah, I don't I, like him. I don't, I don't get like it. I just don't understand <laughs> it. Like, and then Harris, she fucking doesn't prosecute Mnuchin for the Goldman Sachs bullshit, even with all the evidence she just she does she refuses to. She doesn't let evidence go through for an innocent man to get put off death row. That guy's dead now. She laughs about all the marijuana minor marijuana offenses. She fucking threw poor parents in jail for truancy. It's like these people legitimately ruined generations of families. But it's not Trump, so, you know. Yeah, you're. it's okay to be – what I've realized mm. is that we really do want – and I, I don't think it'll happen ever again. But what we think we mm. want is what we used to have, which was a bunch of people that would lie to our faces, pat us on the head, tell us it's okay, and then go and do the stuff that Trump does out in the open behind closed doors. And just absolutely uh, turn our rights inside out and make sure that we – Think we have everything and have nothing forever, uh, and I am interested to see like how. Well, first of all, I'll ask: Do you think Biden will win? Who do you think will win? I'll be honest with you. Before COVID, I was like, Trump is gonna fucking sweep it, <laughs> dude. He was gonna stone cold stomp, mud stomp him like in the corner ropes, like ah, and then like dump beer on like that. It was <laughs> it was gonna be a walkthrough, like a walkthrough, because he Biden is he can't even speak. Right. I mean, like, I, I mean, that's the other thing too. You guys hate Trump so much. You're you're, you're pushing through an Alzheimer patient who probably raped some people. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, by the way, me too. Unless it's against our boy. Yeah. Then yeah. rape's fine. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know, man. You guys drag Kavanaugh's name through the mud. 
with almost no evidence, and then this guy with the credible evidence, you're like, it's fine. So again, hypocrisy. And by yes. the way, it's not a defense against Kavanaugh. He may have done all that shit. I don't fucking know. I don't give a shit about the guy. He's probably a piece of shit. I don't know. Oh, I do know this though. If if I'm looking at him through a court of law, that guy had nothing, and Biden has a lot. That's all I'm saying. So you know, yeah. well, after after Biden's accuser got basically washed away by the media, I remember uh, the thing going around was like R.I.P. the Me Too movement because apparently 100%. that is over now. <laughs> Hundred any time that shit goes right back in their face, the, the whatever moment movement that is, it's done. I think that. <laughs> what do you think that about if Joe, if Biden gets elected, like will will people either expect him to be as I don't know out there as or whoever ends up being the president, whether it's you know if say Trump does win again and he goes up against somebody else, like will that next person be like as held accountable? And when will we figure out that we actually want someone to be as like in our face with how they feel all the time as a president? Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I don't. I totally do. I think I think if Trump wins again, he's going to double down pretty hard. Oh yeah, on a lot of shit because <laughs> oh, there's no. Yeah. <laughs> care for re-election um oh my other point but if because of corona biden does have a shot now but i think after picking Harris, like people don't realize too man like i talk to a lot of black people especially on twitter and stuff like that who i'm friends with who are other podcasters and they fucking hate biden and harris like they hate them so people out there they think because the media tells you black people like them they don't man yeah. they really don't I, they don't at all um, I, I, I mean and if you don't believe me, <laughs> go on Twitter and find out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and you tell me when you come back and read. Because they're like, fuck these motherfuckers. How can they do this to us? Like, that's yeah. what I read multiple times. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. How can they do that to you? But so I think picking Harris was a mistake. Um, I, I agree. I think that hurt him. Yeah. I mean, the, the very first thing I saw trending with her being picked was her getting just 360 dunked on by Tulsi Gabbard. Like that is what was a mainly she knocked her out of the competition election, whatever. It's yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> she knocked her thing. out. The next day she's like, I got to take a break from this. <laughs> <laughs> All my way, bones that's, are that's broken. The other, the other hypocrisy. Where's Andrew Yang? Where's Tulsi Gabbard? Oh, again, you don't really care about diversity. You just no. care about winning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is it. That is it. And it's, it's such bullshit. It's such hypocritical bullshit, and that's why I don't respect the left at all, at all. Like, I just – I didn't watch any of the DNC, but I'm sure it was psychotic. I'm sure it was just the most virtue-signaling, pandering garbage I've ever watched. I never – didn't watch a second of it, but I guarantee that's what it was. And guarantee that's, it. That's the thing is, like, it becomes – like, it's hard for me to even watch, like, uh, what is it, reality TV because, like, especially when it's so bad reality TV that's, like – so scripted and structured that you can just see the bones of it as it's happening. Yeah. Uh, and that is what all of these, any debate, any anything feels like. It's like it, everything is designed. You can see, I feel like, the design of like, we want you to feel good about what we just said. Don't think yeah. deeply about what we said, just that we said it. And uh, just we need to find the quickest way for you to go back to sleep. So if you could just lay down. <laughs> I, I, I mean, here's the thing with Trump, though, which I did appreciate. Like he did change shit up. Yes. Which I think was important because let's be honest with you. If Hillary won, that's just Obama part two. Yes. And like and I don't give a fuck. What anybody says Obama was a terrible president. 
fucking terrible. And so is Bush. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he did, the, but, and by the way, the, the Iran deal was the best thing fucking Obama did, actually. And a lot of people shit on that. And if you actually look into that, it actually was good. But, like, I'll get shit on that from the right, but it's fine. But, like, <laughs> everything else he did was terrible. I don't know. He bombed innocent brown children from drones. He killed, like, a million people. I don't know. That was pretty bad. Anyone know the Peace Prize? Nuts. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never saw a president literally 88% civilian kill people with drones and win a fucking prize for it for peace. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to steal Tripoli, you know, San Tripoli calls him chocolate Jesus. People, people think like he was the savior. And like, again, talk to black people, dude, talk to him, see what they say about Obama, man. They think he fucked them hard and he did. So they were right. But they were like, pissed. the second term. They were like, what the fuck, man? All yeah. the shit you said, you did none of it. You just got rich people more rich like everybody else. And there was he was like, I got rich too, right? <laughs> but he just did what presidents do. Like, that's the thing is they – I feel like every president since I've been alive at least, and I'm sure all of them forever, just they say whatever they need to to get in. They My boy Teddy. That's hilarious. Teddy Roosevelt. Um, th- he's my favorite president. I'll tell you why. Not a libertarian. No. <laughs> um, no, obviously. But he – was I would say one of the actually Calvin Coolidge is probably the most libertarian president we ever had. But like um he did he wasn't cool like Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt wrote a moose and shot shit. He was in the war. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt's a badass. Calvin Coolidge was this quiet pussy. But he was like a libertarian. But <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, um he was big into like uh he wa- he actually wanted more control of corporations gov- with government, which I'm against. But what was cool about Teddy Roosevelt was he understood that, that he shouldn't do that and he let corporations operate more freely. And that's what's awesome about Teddy Roosevelt, plus all the other shit. Like, he, big, uh, game land stuff. Like, he was big into that, big into nature, uh, big into, like, um, don't fuck with us. Like, like, like everybody else, shit. you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, you want to fuck with America? Bring it. I'm crazy. You know, it's like, and like, I appreciate that. So, like, I like that shit. <laughs> Wait, was he the speak softly and carry a big stick guy? Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> By the way, yeah, I saw that Roosevelt fan. <laughs> when I saw I meant to ask you about that hat anyway, because I I was going to ask you if it was Groucho Marx. <laughs> no, Teddy Roosevelt. Right, so one, this is a one of a kind hat. But my friend personally drew me this. That's amazing. Logo. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's, cause I'm not like, yeah, I really don't like any government. I don't, I don't like any government. I don't like any presidents because they're all garbage. But uh, Teddy Roosevelt was always cool to me. He's always a cool dude. And like the only thing, the only real black eye. Like Stain, really? It, was, it wasn't great. It was, he kind of condemned like a whole black regiment of soldiers one time yeah. for something they didn't really do. Almost, be- it was because they were black, but without saying it, like they mm. they didn't do something. They got blamed for it, and without really him ever looking into it, he condemned all of them and like kind of shit on them, and, like disarmably discharged them all, and that was fucked up. So that wasn't great. But that was the only that was the only real piece of shit thing that I could tell that in my research of him that he's done. That wasn't great. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's too much to think about. I again, I don't know if it's just my age or what, but like I feel so dialed into like what is happening right now currently that it is it, it it's making me have migraines. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> like the, the only other for brother bear. The <laughs> <weed's for. laughs> well, and that's like the only 
because I didn't listen to any politics for a long time, and I recently started listening to uh, Jimmy Dore, and that dude is like, I love him, but God, every time I listen to him, I'm like, I just want to curl up into a ball and start crying. <laughs> Jimmy Dore is great. Do you, do you listen to Dave, Dave Smith at all? No. From Legion of Skanks, Dave Smith? Because mm. he's, he's one of the biggest names in the libertarian movement there is. Oh, really? Wait, am I... Who am I thinking of? What is that other podcast? The Dollop. Who are the guys on the Dollop? Is that who I'm thinking of? They are not libertarians. Who are they? Are I, well, I know Dave they Anthony. are Dave Anthony and what is it? Graham something something Graham. I don't yep. know, but can't think of it. Yeah, like yeah, no, those guys. Like I had no illusions that they were <laughs> anything other than just hate Trump. Uh, yeah, no, Dave Anthony is pretty hardcore leftist. Actually, fuck him because I hate because this is the thing about certain comics, man. As a comic, I I don't hate you if you disagree with me politically. A lot. Listen, most comics disagree with me politically. Trust me, ninety nine point nine percent disagree with me politically. If I if I hate everybody, I wouldn't have friends. But it's like it's guys like that and Patton Oswalt, and I love Patton Oswalt as a comic, but I hate him as a fucking person. Like he's just a trash person. And a lot of it is because that like he's so fucking visceral with his hatred for certain things. It's yeah. like, dude, come on, man. It's like you're wrong too, well, and it, you're wrong. It's it, like it's just a lot of that. It's like what's weird about Patton is that like on Twitter he is very venomous. I feel like, but like when I hear him on podcasts, I love him. Like he's that's like, also that's the other thing too. He's he gives you that same shit I was talking before. It's like, run that fucking same attitude in person, dude. You won't, because you're this tall and fucking fat. He's a guy who talks shit on Twitter, but he'll, ne- he'll, he'll never do that ever in person. He's one of those guys, and well, it bothers me. At least... At least with somebody like him, though, uh, you know, he's been doing it a long time. I would definitely call Patton a word wizard. You know what I mean? Like, there are just some guys that are just, they are so, they get so high level and so good that, I mean, I don't know, obviously, but, like, I feel like once you get so good at talking, you can you can decide that you like this is my opinion and I'm going to go on this side of this opinion as hard as I want to. And You're no right. one will ever be able to touch me because I am unto a God when it comes to words. <laughs> you know, you, you are right. And by the way, he is a great comic. Like I I do. I laugh at his old shit all the fucking time, man. I reference his bits like he's a great <laughs> comic, but just. Garbage person. It sucks. It, it, it really does suck to see him like that on Twitter because he was the yeah. first comic that I ever heard that like, because I always thought comedy was uh, like Bill Cosby. Like that was the only, that was the Rapist. first, yeah, raping women <laughs> no across raping. these United States. Uh, any woman he saw, he raped. That was a comedian. Uh, no. That was a comedian. <laughs> I have to get back to those roots. That's what I'm going to do across America. That's my pledge across America. <laughs> But Is like, that what made him good? <laughs> he had to get his power from somewhere. Uh, <laughs> no, but like I thought that you had to be like super famous or you had to be like the lead guy in like a movie or a TV show or whatever. And I also thought that like like Bill Cosby, like if you were this person on TV, that's who you were in your stand-up. Mm. And I remember Patton was the first guy I saw that like he just went off and had like political opinions and was cussing and all this stuff. And I was like this is amazing. Like, I didn't yeah, expect yeah. this at all. And like, I can't okay, believe you know it. Funny? When he used to shit on Bush, I was like, this is great. And then I was like, but Bush was worse than Trump. Like he started two wars. Like, what are we talking about? But he goes way harder on Trump. 
But like Bush legitimately was worse. But it's because that's what he I'm can. Saying. It's, it's like, what are we doing? That's why. That's why I feel like it's such a mind and control Adam, with uh, the left and the media and like entertainment and stuff like that. We're like, I'm, I'm an outsider from the right-left paradigm. Bush was a worse president. He he. he 9-11, got through the two wars, lied to the American public, the Patriot Act, all of that. <laughs> I mean, the Patriot Act Trump alone. Trump did that, though. <laughs> I mean, he did re-up it. He did, but Trump re-upped it, though, which makes, which makes him impeachment. But they all but, like, did. My point is, like, <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> like, starting two wars is indefinitely worse. But, <laughs> but he goes hard on Trump. It's like, why? Why would you go hard on Trump when you were when – you were, a, you were a, a headlining full-time road – a comic when Bush was in office. You were filming comedy specials when Bush was in office. Why didn't you go hard on Bush? It's but hard. I feel like it's because of guys like me who, like, I, at the time that I found Patton and that he was going, because that is when he was going in on uh, on Bush mainly, and I, that's when I still thought that I was, like, some hardcore right-wing guy. And uh, he was telling jokes about Bush, and I thought they were hilarious, and I was like, yeah. oh, I can actually find, I can see the comedy in it, I don't have to be like, no, it's not funny because he's talking about my guy. Right. Uh, and I'm sure there were plenty of dudes like me that would tell him that. And he just took that and extrapolated it out into what we have now, which is, <laughs> you know, I just do what I want. I don't like, the, I don't like the right. So now anyone on the right is the enemy and I will go at them with my full fervor, I guess. It's so stupid. He's not the only one that does it, but it is I know, ridiculous. It's dumb because it's, it's like you're just alienating people for what? Because he like, why is a great question? Because like, why go on Twitter or anywhere and try and alienate fans that a we're never gonna actually know you anyway, but wanted to see you, wanted to give you money, wanted to do whatever, and not that we all have to think alike. Like, of course we don't. But like the same way, I can hear him talk about Bush when I was a huge fan and still laugh. Like he still has that skill. Like he doesn't have to just to be right. hateful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, he used to have that bit about like I'd rather have uh, I'd rather get raped in the ass by flying demon monsters for every day for four more years than to have George Bush. I was like, that's fucking, that's a funny bit. It's a funny, but it's like, but you should want that over at Bush because you know wars. <laughs> but it's like, it's, but yeah, I don't know. And again, like I don't talk about politics on stage because I can't. Like I'm not. It's not my avenue. It's not my lane, dude. And I don't. I don't. I also don't want to do that. I don't want to divide the crowd. And also, like, again, I am as being a libertarian. Like, it's so down the middle. It's people are gonna be like that. This guy's awesome. This guy fucking sucks. It's gonna be such a middle split. I feel like I, I don't know. It's not worth it. I'm not, I'm also not good enough with like my words to be like here's a crafty political joke that will get me out of not having to fight anybody after the show. <laughs> like, you know, and, like I don't have that. So I just be like, here's a story about the time I almost got arrested in Mexico. Like that's <laughs> that's funnier. Like, I was to talk about too much fucking acid. Like you know, like shit like that. Like that's funny. Like I, I'll I'll stick to that stuff. That's my avenue. You know. I don't know, man. It's just, I just, I, I'm not a comedian, obviously, but I love comedy. Like, I feel like I'm a huge fan of comedy. So especially when guys that I like, like that, and like I said, it's not just Patton, but he's like, I feel like he's the one I always see out there. Like it is, it's always disheartening to see somebody like you, you look at like Mark Norman's Twitter against Patton Oswald's and you're like, Mark Norman's is what 
in my opinion, and clearly it's mine. I think Mark Norman is doing Twitter right if you're a comedian. He is oh, just dude, like he's... machine gunning jokes out a mile a minute, and that's it. There's no I nothing. Dude. I don't know how the fuck he does that. Like, I don't know. He's a joke machine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's... It's unbelievable. Also, <laughs> fuck Netflix and, like, all these... Like, the fact that, like, Mark Norman, Sam Morrell, Joe List, all these guys had to, like, put their special on, on like, YouTube. For YouTube. free, yeah. And Netflix is putting on comics I've legitimately have never heard of before because they fit a fucking narrative. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, so we just don't care about laughter or comedy. Talent doesn't mean anything. We're just going to go off of like this skin is what color, which seems moment. racist. That's funny to <laughs> well. me how you guys hate racist shit, but you just completely operate off race. Weird. <laughs> it's... It, 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 to me, it's the fundamental misunderstanding of what comedy is. It's not about the person. It's the person is just the vessel in my how I see it for the laughter to come. Like yep. it, the, I don't care who's saying the joke. If it's funny, it is funny. Do uh, you know Jessica uh, Kirshon? Kirshon, yes. how the fuck she pronounces? She's fucking great. I I've love actually her. She's doing this uh, on comedy. Fest. Like, I hope I get to do. I get like I hope I get to open for her. That'd be cool to meet her. I never met her before. But, she uh, seems like a she's blast. She's fucking killer, dude. <laughs> and like people don't get. What you say? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying she seems like a blast, dude. I, I hear her on yeah, podcasts all the time. Like I love her. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope I get to do her show. But um, people don't give her the credit she deserves because she's not like this fuck. She's even though she's a gay female, uh, gay female. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, gay female comic. <laughs> yes, gay female comic who's a killer. Well, because she's a little fucking offensive and she's off the cuff. And well, we're, we won't we won't highlight her. Why? She's fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, but because it doesn't fit their, you know, their fucking their narrative. Even though, gay female comic, which is you want that though, theoretically the narrative, yeah. <laughs> but well, not the gay female comic they want because she doesn't talk about the stuff they want. So, well, I mean, again, you know, with how do I with those comedians you were talking about putting their having to put their specials on YouTube for free like it does suck in the short term but I feel like in the long term like it especially for guy like those guys it's going to have their it's going to have them out there and they're going to be able to do their podcast they're going to be able to do their specials you know whether they do yeah. it like Louis CK or whatever like and make their own money outside of the machine, whatever that machine is, whether it's Netflix or Hulu or Comedy Central or whatever. Uh, and I don't know. It just sucks now that they're, you know, you have to have those guys uh, be the forefront of it and maybe not be able to reap any of the benefits of it. Because like those guys you said, uh, what is it? Uh, Mark Norman, uh, Joe List, Sam Morrill, Jessica Curzon, all of them, like they deserve in my opinion, too, to be just as famous as any other wildly famous comedian right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's nuts. And then, like, fucking Brendan Schaub sucks, man. He <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> it's a bummer because we almost have the same exact weird career path in a weird way. Like, we both played football. We both did MMA. I mean, he was at a much higher level than me. But, like, <laughs> and, and then I'm not friends with Rogan and Brian Callum, though, so I don't get to do fucking the comedy store. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sucks because like, I don't think he's bad, but I definitely, no, he is. I no, don't, he is, but no, but he is. Don't say that. No, take that back. No, he is bad. Okay. Don't even give him that. He's not, he is bad. He is bad. 
<laughs> I just don't think he's as good as he has been led to believe that he is. You know what I mean? That's my like, point. Well, so, so but here's a, oh, this is a comic uh, gripe right now. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm doing comedy seven years. I am not great by any stretch of the imagination, but like I am leaps and bounds better than Brandon Shop. That's not a pat on my own back. I'm telling you for factually, I am. I know I am. My 20 minutes is better than his 20 minutes. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Most of my friends, 20 minutes is better than his 20 minutes. I know that for a fact because I've watched his special. <laughs> Ask me how much I laughed in it. How much did you laugh in it? Zero. <laughs> I, I open my comics are funny. I'm not kidding. Like, this isn't a joke. And this is one of the things that pissed me the fuck off and why I started openly bashing him on it. I'll never shun anybody for trying comedy. I, I Everybody... Someone that we both knew, I won't say if you just want people to know, mutually, I think we both know, recently just DM me. He's like, hey, man, I think I was doing comedy. Like, any advice? And I was like, fucking do it. 100% do it. Like, try, I'll help you any way I can, but like, do it. I tell everybody to do it. Try it. So I'm not shitting anybody for trying comedy. It's the arrogance that I fucking can't stand. It's, I heard him on Rogan one day, and Rogan even said, hey, man, you should go to open mics and like work on your shit. He said, he said, open, he was, he was being very careful to say open mics too, like make it a fact to say open mics and fucking shop was like, why would I do that? Why would I, that's like a professional going down to play peewee. It's like, it's not though, actually, because you started at peewee to get to be professional. You just jumped in professional. You never fucking went to peewee first, dude. Like I still do open mics. The fuck? I still go to, I host the open mic. What do you mean? <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, I, I go to less now, obviously. <laughs> yeah. As you, but I'm not even before COVID. I mean, even before I, cause you but know, you even hear years, you like bigger home. guys like Joey Diaz talk about like, yeah, he's like, I still like to go to open mics every once in a while just to know what is going on because I want to stay fresh. Yeah. <laughs> it was that uh, the most arrogant. I was like, do you think you're good? That you're getting these spots, or do you think because you're best friends with Joe Rogan and Brian Callen? I mean, I'm it's like, easy which one to, do you think? It's easy to get deluded. Like, you know, you hang out with a certain group of people enough, and you're like, well, they like me, so I must be like them. Well, listen, to his credit, he had a built-in fan base from fighting in a podcast. So when this is a fucking problem, though, dude. Like, comedy club owner, listen, comedy clubs are dead now, especially now. Yeah. They were dying before, like, they were selling out to like Twitch streamers, like comedy clubs for kids play video games, like, and they would sell out clubs. Yeah. So Brendan Schaub has a following. He goes, I'm on the road doing comedy. He sells out because he has a podcast following, man. Yeah. Club owners are going to be like, no, They're like, yeah, man, <laughs> fucking come on through. Ask me how many clubs Brendan Schaub is past at. How many? Zero. Uh, really? Oh, is he? Oh, where is his name on the comedy store? Is his name on the comedy store? It will never be on the comedy store. Oh, my God. Oh, maybe not never, but anytime soon could be on the comedy store. It might be in fucking 10 years, sure. But I'm not saying he can't get better either, by the way. I, he absolutely can get better. I'm just saying the arrogance and level that he, and by the way, people are like, you're a hater. Fine, man. Okay. I'm honest and I'm accurate. I don't fucking know. Cause I, I, I talk about a lot of comics tonight. Have you heard me say this to anybody else? Mm -mm. Just pure praise. <laughs> because well, I talent is talent, man. Well, people, people fundamentally, they just, 
fall in line with a guy, I think, and just want to hear what you say and be against it immediately. But like, I have worked in construction for most of my adult life. So, and in a specific, uh, like I've built pools. So it, I can look at someone oh, fucking bragger over here. Yeah, like, I know. And nobody uh, <laughs> started. The downloads are coming. Uh, <laughs> but like, I can look at somebody that has been doing it for like, I can look at someone work and know how long they've been doing it. It doesn't matter how good they think they are or what they, you know, what kind of tricks they think they can do. Like, I know how to do the job right, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. you looking at Shab and saying, no, this is not it. Like, it's hard for people to hear that because you're not identi- we're we as fans are not identifying with the process we're just identifying with the end result of like okay you said something that made me laugh so you are what i think you are now and no one else can tell me different you know what i mean right so they're like i love brendan he's a comedian he he hangs out with uh theo vaughn and brian callen so he is comedian <laughs> right and it's like sure i guess <laughs> uh, it's, it's like i mean whatever gets you to the day but i mean i don't know it's like but like just i need him to know that no one respects him like <laughs> i need him to know that like arsh did you watch the last two do you have you watched the legion of skanks at all no it's i'm been uh... fucking killer dude it's been so funny they've been doing like a presidential run it's a whole thing but they've been taking like very accurate lie detector tests, <laughs> which has been a running theme of the presidential one they've been doing for uh, the show. And Ari Shafir, okay, they put him on one. Love Ari. The qu- love him. The questions <laughs> they gave him were fucking brutally honest. Second question he got was, do you respect Brendan Schaub as a comedian? <sighs> and he went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back, he goes, that was a lie. And he's just going, I don't, I mean, He's okay for four, doing it for four years. I don't. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Because he knows, like he knows, you know, like it sucks when you <laughs> like a guy. Like I heard, I heard one of the most, you know, again for not someone who doesn't done hasn't done comedy. I heard probably the most. Uh, the thing that should make people think twice about even wanting to start, which is Pete Holmes, I heard a long time ago say like, yeah, you're funny at work, but can you be funny at <laughs> eight o'clock on a Thursday? You know what I mean? Can you make an appointment to be funny? And I think that's the difference. Like guys like me will make someone laugh in a group and go and everyone will go, you should be a comedian. And eventually people say that enough to where I'm like, yeah, I am funny. I should go up there. And then, you know, I go on a podcast, Royal Rumble, and get uh, my bones shown to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It is a different talent being fun, especially being people know you. They know your manner. They know your backstory. Exactly. I'm a stranger on stage, dude. We all are. It's like you just got to be universally fucking entertaining, (laughs) dude. It's it is. It is challenging. It's definitely fun. And the worst feeling in the world is being like, da 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 And then everybody's being like. <laughs> and you're okay. like, oh, I want to kill myself right now. So I'm going like, to wrap this around my neck real quick, guys. Hold on. And just. <laughs> it's the worst feeling in the world. And now I'm stuttering. And now I'm sweating. And I'm just going to run off stage and, and cry. Like, it's fucking <laughs> It's fucking hot, right? You're like, it's winter? You're like, fucking... <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's rough. But I mean, listen, seven years in, a bomb now is like, well, I could try to work my way out of this. You're not, you don't panic. You know, like, it's the panic isn't really there as much. It's just, 
It goes away. Dude, I'm going to tell you, it's so funny because like what I liked about being on the Rumble with you is like I feel like I came in right as you were reaching peak uh <laughs> whatever peak energy you had like i came in on that round and i like was like all right i'm gonna match this energy and i'm gonna start yelling about cheetahs and i was yelling 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 and then no one could hear i couldn't understand you i don't know if you could hear me and i was like at some point i was like this isn't gonna happen i need to just let i need to let this wash over me and just enjoy the rest of the show and i mean listen there is <clears throat> I think there is just as it's just as big of a skill. I'm gonna big up myself to know when to step back and <laughs> and just no, let it, it happen. No, it is. I do it. I do it on the on my podcast a lot. Like sometimes if Neil's on a tear with a guest, if we, if we have a guest, and I'll be like, nope, this is my just shut the fuck up because it doesn't. If you're not adding, yeah, <laughs> you're rooting, you're taking away. Yeah, <laughs> you're taking away. But I, I'm, I mean, I'm an energetic dude. I get passionate about shit. I yell, <laughs> and I don't even do cocaine. It's crazy. I do all the downer drugs, and I, I still act like that. I'm, I've been smoking weed this whole time. Like how I act. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, that's it's awesome. Nuts. So, okay, we've been talking a lot about comedians. Was there, like you said, you're married, right? I am. Was there a like? prerequisite like comedian like when you guys were dating that you were like all right i'm gonna show you this comedian and if you don't like this one i don't know how this relationship my wife is hates comedy produce. she hates like movies. all of it she hates TV. yeah she doesn't give a shit about it well that's okay fine. it doesn't really matter to me <laughs> <laughs> like that is actually good if there's like a blanket you know i don't like any of it it's like mm. Because I, I was thinking about it today, and I actually, right before we went on, I saw uh, they were doing, like, Brody Stevens Day or whatever mm. at the comedy store. Mm. And that, I didn't even realize, like, I was already together with my wife when I found Brody Stevens. Like, I would hear all these comedians talk about him. And one day we watched his, uh, we wa- I think it was on Amazon. Like, we watched one of his specials. Oh, yeah. And it was like, I don't know, have you ever seen any of his specials? Oh, I- I've seen him... Yeah, no, no, I never saw him live. No, I've only seen him. Yeah, I've only seen him on my tape. He, uh, out of all the comedy specials I've ever seen, like that dude took his entire hour, and I don't think he took a breath the whole entire time. Very, a lot of act outs, right? I mean, he's a very typical <laughs> dude. Yeah. It was just awesome to see, like, after, because I didn't know, because I loved it. And I was like, I don't know if my wife doesn't like this. I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. And she was like, that dude was amazing. Is there more of this? It was like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, my wife is very much like she likes documentaries, <laughs> uh, which I love. So that's cool. Um, she, I kind of have been getting into like more kind of shows. I just got into <laughs> Kingdom. That show was fucking sick. Kingdom. What is that? Show. It's Frank Grillo. It was an MMA show. It's uh, Netflix. Ju- it was on like that direct TV fucking channel that became defunct. <laughs> but it's a Frank Grill. Yo, Nick Jonas was in it. It was fucking great. It was an MMA show. Dude, it's on Netflix. They had four seasons. No, three seasons. Seriously, go watch it. They're pushing for a fourth season. That's how good of the show it was. <laughs> so she like she she got into that. But like and she's like she's obviously seen me do comedy and stuff, but like she's not she just doesn't you know, she does like my friend Jesse Dram though, which bothers me actually. She's like, "Oh, I love Jesse's comedy." I'm like, fuck you, bitch. Uh. <laughs> well, like Jesse's a great comic. I love Jesse. I love. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. But I was like, don't fucking say he like his comedy. <laughs> uh, so what? Like, what was it that led you into comedy? Finally, like, 
I know, I know it seems like there's only two things, either uh, boredom or terrible childhood. So <laughs> I know I did, have, I did have a terrible childhood. Like I had a, you know, me and my dad are very close to this day. Me and my mom, you know, we're not the greatest. <laughs> um, I can relate. So I feel like a, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of, a lot of that childhood riff I have with my mom still goes into adulthood. Like we just got into a fight on the phone the other day, like last week I was like fucking cunt. Like, like, like I, I can't, we just always got into fights growing up uh, my whole childhood. But um, I never got beat or molested. So, you know, <laughs> good job, I guess, raising me on that end. But they definitely fucked up on other ends. So I definitely, you know, didn't have the best. I also got bullied as a kid. So I got bullied as a kid because I was a nerd. And uh, that was before nerds were cool, dude. Like, yeah. I, I, this is like the early late 90s and early 2000s. And mm-hmm. uh, here, was, here was, was crazy. I was I played football from 12 to 25 years old, like full contact, you know, pads. I was really good. I was still bullied by my teammates, even though I was the starting safety and fucking played every game, all star game, <laughs> everything. But because I got fucking I like Spider Man, like game day was like great job. And the next day was like fucking loser. It's like <sighs> so I got bullied. I got yeah. So that wasn't great. Um. Always love to joke around though and laugh. So I found stand up comedy at a young age. I was like, this is cool. Like, what's this? And then I found like, you know, comedy movies. I was like, all right. So I like comedy. Like, you, you kind of discover that. Um, then I learned how to fight at 18. I got to MMA. I was like, well, that bullying shit's done. So <laughs> I did that. <laughs> did that for a bit. I did that for about 10 years. Uh, trained for 10 years. I didn't fight for 10 years. I only fought for a year. But. Then I took a break from I, – I, so then I was like, all right, well, I started training, still playing football, and I was like, I need an outlet that's not violent. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm, I'm, all my outlets are violent, even though it is releasing something, but it's like still get hit in my head a lot. I was like, yeah. what else? And I, I knew that was never good for me. I'm not an idiot. I was like, this can't be good for me. So I was like, what do I love that I always wanted to do that's a different thing? And I was like, oh, fucking comedy. I always love comedy. So at 18 years old, I did my very first open mic at stand up. Uh, I'm sorry, at the comic strip uh, in, in Manhattan. That's awesome. And I did okay. <laughs> and then I bombed for the next two years. Like that's, <laughs> that's just what comedy is. Um, then I stopped and I took a really big break. And then in my late 20s, I picked up again full time. So from my late 20s on, uh, I'm 33 now. So the last, no, I would say the last yeah, seven years, I would say. Last seven years. That's yeah. awesome. What did you do in your big break? Uh, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't like talking about it. You don't have to. I am. No, no, I will. I will. No, I'm not. I'm not that type of person. It's just I was a cop for eight years, and uh, yeah, uh, in New York, and I fucking hated it. And what? it's like not who I was. Like it's not who I identified with. I struggle with it all the time because of my politics. And I was like, oh, because like. I was a dumb kid. I was 21. I needed a job. I was like, oh, I hate bullies. I know how to fight now. I was like, this is like the job to do to stop bullies, right? Like they, <laughs> and then the minute you get to the academy, they're like, well, we don't care about people. <laughs> well, I don't know if you thought that, but like, like, you know, gotcha. Gotcha. Like, like you know, fool. And then you're like, oh, okay. So I thought I was going to get in here to help people. And they're like, <laughs> no <laughs> you write tickets and break the constitution and i'm like 
<laughs> oh, I don't want to do that though. I was in here to like not do that. And they're like, well, do you want your job? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> like I didn't finish college. <laughs> so. <laughs> so wait, so was it really like how blatant really was it? Like as soon as you got done with training, they were like, listen, in the academy, <laughs> without saying it, you pick up on it. It's a subtle shit, you know? Yeah. Um, it just, yeah. So you get out there and I worked in Staten Island. I worked in a pretty much an all white precinct. Like the, my, as in like the population was like 99% white people. So I never really had the racial disparity part problem, I guess <laughs> with the cop stuff going on. It was just, you know, Paul over like, oh, what's up Dave from fucking <laughs> down the block. You idiot. Like, you know, it was like, <laughs> like it was that it was like, so, but almost, why do you think I ever said one or two black dudes my whole career? It was all white dudes. And it was all like, so like you get in there and what I try to do is like, well, I hate this. So it's like, I'm just going to try to enforce like violent crime, which is what I think should be the only laws enforced for violent crime. So like, you know, and then I got into a bunch of car accidents and I got more brain damage and they're like, you're done. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> so that was the end of your career. Just the accident. Was it on the job? Oh, a bunch. Yeah. Three of them. Three? I'm fucked up from them. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I legit have brain damage. Like I have, memory loss i have like i get severe headaches uh randomly all they pop up at random and like medicines that's why i got weed like i started smoking weed um so i think it helps so i'll get those i'll just get fun and it's also from years of football mma like it's all of it like it's football mma car accidents like the car accidents put me so was it like was it the combination of the three or was it the last one that like just shook everything loose no it was all my but also like I only have three diagnosed on the book concussions, and it was all three of those car accidents. All my other ones were sports injuries that were just like, get back in there, pussy. Yeah. Like, that, those were the diagnosis. Just don't fall like, asleep. <laughs> yeah, don't fall asleep. Which, by the way, like, you should sleep on all concussions. You need a rest. <laughs> like, what are you staying awake for? I learned that way too late. <laughs> I learned that way too late. I stayed awake for all my concussions. They're like, you should have been sleeping for all of them. <laughs> uh, no, the last, my last car accident was bad. I got, I hit a pole, pole hit the car, tire flew off. I got knocked unconscious. So, it was the whole thing. Okay, so I'll ask you this because you—I think you might be the only other person that's been uh, in traumatic accidents like that. Like when I was like 15, 14 years old, uh, I got—I was crossing the street and got hit by a minivan. It like flung me up in the air. I landed on my face, slid. Like I remember none of it. Uh, and it's not until like maybe the last couple of years I started wondering. I'm like, did my like? I wonder if my personality changed. Like from before I got hit and after, like I it didn't necessarily did. feel different, but like, <laughs> does that, do people say that? Or are they like, you're a completely different person? <laughs> I, I'm definitely, I have a, that's going to sound bad. But I have a, more of a propensity towards anger quicker for sure. Now like my, yeah. But like, I feel like it's always justified though. I won't be like the fucking pencils out of place. Not like that shit. I mean, like some guy in the street, like injustice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like I kind of, I, I don't know if it's from that, but I feel that too. Like, even if it has nothing to do with me, like if I see any small injustice, I'm like, this is, I, I don't know what it is, but I need to do no, something about it. Trauma, I'm telling you, cause, <laughs> I, it, cause everyone tells me it's not normal. So I have to probably just leave <laughs> that everybody telling me that. Cause everyone's like, you shouldn't get that angry. I was like, but I am. 
And I'm like, and I'm like, the scary thing is like, I have the ability to really hurt somebody. I know what I'm doing. Like, I really fuck someone up. Yeah, I ten years isn't like, uh, you know? <laughs> anything to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ten years of so, training. Like, I gotta nothing. like control it, and my wife's not psyched about my anger. So like, <laughs> I, you know, it's hard. But so, definitely, I could tell. For but I, do, I, I will not take like pills. Fuck that shit. I'm not putting chemicals in my body like that. I don't. No, it's crazy. Like, I, yeah. What was I gonna say about that? I was on that shit. I was on Lexapril after my last car accident. Let's go back to like 2000, like 15, 16 though, four or five years ago. I was on Seroquel and Lexapro, and I I got fucking super fat. I felt fucking super depressed. I was way more depressed. Like I fucking hated it. And then I just don't do this. I want cold turkey. Don't do that though. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that cold bad. turkey. <laughs> and I just stopped taking all, and then I felt so much better though. So do you do this too? Does like some does sometimes or all the time that anger just go inward? Cause like I have a thing where I will be like, so like if I, if I screw up or I perform what I see as a small injustice, even if it's just like in my little scope, like I say the most terrible, like, I mean, just dark stuff to myself of like, you are the worst piece of garbage oh, that's ever existed. Yeah. You do not deserve love or happiness. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. But that's because I'm broken. And I'm also an athlete though. Like I'm a competitor. <laughs> so like, like I have to, that's like how I like talk myself into winning. <laughs> it's like you piece of shit. You know? it's, um, yeah, no, I'm negative. Of course I'm a comic. It's like part of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I do that. I'll, if I fuck up. I'm also, I feel like, I like to take, I feel like, and my wife would be like, no, you don't. But I feel like I do take personal accountability for things. She'll definitely be like, you're full of shit. But like, I, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely feel like I do. Like, I definitely feel like I do take, I'd be like, no, I fucked up. Like, that's on me. Like, or like, me and my wife, hold dead, Victor, I don't know if it's a man or woman thing. I feel like it's a man or woman thing. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's me and my wife thing. But like, if I burden myself with something and I fuck myself later on for a task that's on me and yeah. i have to live with now and i'll take that responsibility where like i can't think of an example right now off the top of my head but like let's say you know should be like you see that's why you should this is the thing i said i'm like I'm, i'll be like steph no no, no i hear you <laughs> but like i chose to do this it's happening to me now i'm not <laughs> mad at anybody that's my decision like i chose to do that but if she does that it's my fault like <laughs> like when you fucking you have to live with that burden now like i do like it's not you can't just push it on me it's like unfair it's like if i push it on you uh, that's some fucking high class woman shit or it's that shit i don't know but decisions, it's high level it's yeah good. <laughs> decisions have consequences <laughs> it's like her actions and my actions have consequences on me no matter what <laughs> like i'm the one who has consequences <laughs> oh my goodness man dude that's crazy uh <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have any questions you'd like to ask me? <laughs> I mean, I guess cock size. Uh, <laughs> it's always uh, not much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see it. <laughs> All right. I need to turn the live off for a second. <laughs> no, Everyone, turn see. away from your computers. <laughs> let the world see what you got. That's yeah. Like <laughs> it's not a sex crime. They're tuning in on us, so they chose that. That's why I tell the courts anyway. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's why this podcast has the explicit tag. There's always a chance. <laughs> I can tell you, uh, 
uh, a little running I have with the law during COVID. Please. Oh, here, <laughs> um, my advice to every single American citizen out there, if you know the cops are being called on you, and even if you are and you know and there's cameras around and you are 100% innocent, run away from the scene. That's a very important <laughs> piece of information. If you know the cops are being called, even if you're right, you leave and never turn around. Okay? It's important. So, so, <laughs> so, so I live in like a town home development thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. I am very anti the COVID lockdown shit. <laughs> okay? I don't think children shouldn't, shouldn't be able to play on the playground. Sorry. I just... I'm not going to get into numbers, but, you know, 99.6 survival rate, uh, almost no kids. Die. It's fine. Whatever. But so I, don't think, I don't think children shouldn't be able to play, especially when they can't do anything else. Like, you're, I get really passionate, like, with, like, protecting kids. Like, mm-hmm. that's my, like, I hate pedophiles. We all should, but, like, I Extra do fucking actually <laughs> – take my hands to one if I get to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I will. Like, so I, I hate when people limit children's minds or like their fucking function. Like it bothers me. Yeah. So they fucking put these, I, I guess my, I guess it was my development. Like the, the, the management put these shitty, like stake signs, like this pushing stake signs, like that said, like park closed due to COVID just pushed into the ground. I went over to the tennis court that's by the playground to do a little uh, training, a little pad work with my buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I see these signs for funsies, uh, when I went for walks with my wife, I would take them out of the ground and throw them randomly throughout the neighborhood because <laughs> it was fun. Uh, <laughs> now, I wasn't destroying property because they were just literally pushing to the ground. Like, it's not like I was like breaking them or like ripping them apart. I would just go fuck this sign and then like <laughs> launched into a tree because like my little civil disobedience like i was being a cunt you know i wasn't doing anything <laughs> destructive really um i go to the thing with my buddy i went hold on real quick i took the signs and i threw them <laughs> I'm like, all right we can work out now <laughs> so i go back to work out there's this dude and his wife the woman's just going excuse me excuse me and i went um Nah, I don't really agree with the science. <laughs> I just kept walking away. <laughs> and she's like, excuse me, you can't do that. And I went, listen, I have no problems with you. This isn't about you. I, you don't really get involved in this. There's no reason for that. And I'm being really cool. But I'm also right. Like, why do you care? Are you a fucking lunatic? You don't put the signs there. You know? you. <laughs> and she doesn't you, know you. Yeah. Like, she doesn't exactly. know if you are crazy. <laughs> I also look at me. I look like a fucking lunatic. So... So she starts getting my attention. I'm like, I'm like, fuck this fucking bitch. I'm just walking past her. Walk past her, go back to the tennis court. Her husband's like, hey, hey. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what are you fucking now? He's immediately zero to 60 on me. Yeah. Because why not? <laughs> and he's an older dude, taller than me, older dude. And I just start laughing uncontrollably. I'm like, who's this guy so mad for? Because <laughs> I'm like, it's so silly to me. I didn't destroy it. Like, I literally, I, nothing, you can just push him back <laughs> into the ground, dude. Like, it's all I did. So he was calling me an animal sap. My buddy Josh now is like, not his name. My buddy is just like <laughs> trying to calm him down. I'm like, hey, man, like, he's not mad at you guys. It's nothing to do with you guys at all. He's fine. He's just mad about the lockdown stuff. He's just taking out some, you know, let it go. 
The guy is not letting it go. He's <laughs> not letting it go. <laughs> Furious at me. I'm laughing still. I'm like 50 feet away. Scooter's almost laughing at how angry he is. I'm like, look at this fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's not a big deal. I'm like, calm down. Like, I'm really not getting angry. He leaves. I'm like, all right, man, let's just work out. Then I see this guy start to try to take a picture of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, is he really trying to escalate this now? Because like, I'm not, I, I'm not escalating it. I let it go. He grabs a hammer, starts to put the signs back in. And I, I'm like, dude, just to my friend, I'm like, I'm going to stand behind you and we can just leave because I don't want this guy taking my picture. Like, it's, it's annoying me now. And like, I'm going to get to this level of anger that I, I don't want to get to. And he's like, no, I hear you. So we, I start packing my shit up. He's trying to take a picture of me. He can't. My buddy's a big dude. Cannot get behind him. Can't, and he's like, by the way, this guy's pussy. He will not come by us, right? No. He's by his, <laughs> he's by the playground. He goes, and now he's pointing the hammer at me like a fucking tough guy. And he goes, I'm going to fucking call the cops on you fucking for just being this fucking I'm like, okay. And I just like, okay. I'm like, oh, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm not going to wait for the cop. But the guy's pointing, the, like trying to be tough. And I'm like, well, I'm letting it go. I pack my shit up. I throw my bag up and I start leaving. And I'm walking away from him. Here's where he just escalates it to the fucking third degree. He starts following me to my home. Okay. (laughs) That seems like some kind of stalking or something, right? (laughs) I turn around. I go, hey, man, listen. You should end this because I ended it. I'm done. I'm walking away. (laughs) He doesn't listen to me. I I turn around. I keep walking. I turn around again. He keeps walking. I went, okay, man, now you made this something. I threw my bag down. I was like, we're fighting. <laughs> I ripped off my fucking hoodie and my hat. I went, let's go. I, I went, let's go. We're fighting. I started walking at him, and he went right back to his fucking house like the fucking bitch he is. <laughs> so I go in front of my house to start doing, working out. 15 minutes go by. I see two cop cars pull into his house. I'm like, this is my cue. I pack my shit up and I walk into my house. You know why? Because you don't wait for the fucking cops to show up. But I have to tell them my side. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, you don't. Just leave. <laughs> You're what, by the way, you are what we were all warned about when the UFC came out. You don't mess with anybody ever because you don't know if they can just lock you up and make you go night night. <laughs> I mean, I, I envision what I would have done. I would have double like taken him down. I envision this. I, I jerk off to this. I would have double left taken him down. I would have got him in full mount. I would have sat on his hips and I would have beat his face into the concrete and just thrown elbows. I'm not kidding. And he wouldn't know what to do. I would have put him out on his back and then I would have went to jail for misdemeanor assault is what would have happened. And that's it. Like that is exactly it. It's yeah. Don't. That is my uh, PSA for everyone. Don't. But that guy escalated <laughs> it by following me. Yeah, no. It, I was okay <laughs> with the cop part, even. Like I was okay with, it, but then once you're gonna find out where, what do you? Because what, what's your? Because what's his end game? Exactly. You're gonna find out where I live to get the cops to come to my personal home now. 
Oh, you're also the normal libertarian, dude. Big no-no. <laughs> well, but I think that is all part of, like, what's happening on Twitter, all this cancel culture nonsense anyway, is, yeah. like, how often do you see people, they can't just let it go at, like, hey, everyone knows your face and your life has been ruined and you got fired. They're like, no, we also need to follow you home and make sure that people know right. the tag of your car and where your kids go to school and all of this, this nonsense. Been like, I... Really, and I don't play that game. Like, come to my house. I'll fucking not a joke. I will kill you. Like, that's not a joke. Come into my house. I will kill you. Not a joke. I'm very serious. Anybody comes to my home, they're fucking dead. Yeah. Not a kid. Because like, I don't understand this like pussy shit with people not protecting their like men not protecting their families. Like when I see that shit, like on like on Twitter, and people come to the homes of people and then be like, I'm gonna call the cops. I'm like, why are you not? Beating that guy's skull into the ground right now. Like, I can't comprehend it. Well, <laughs> like I can't comprehend it. But that's the other <laughs> it's thing. Mind-blowing to me. That's the other thing, too, is like what is right is wrong and what's wrong is right. Like yeah. you you have someone you could someone could bust in here right now and I kill him. And for depending on if if I am like a Shane Gillis character, people, even though someone broke into my house. Yeah. Uh, and I shot I shoot them dead. They're going to be like, well, you made my feelings hurt with words once. So I don't right. know if I believe you or you should have done that. Right. I, I mean, there, <laughs> there was that story in Texas recently, which I'm surprised. Was, I think of Texas. I don't don't call me on that. But like a guy caught a dude molesting his kid, beat the guy to death and they arrested the fucking dad. It, it just makes no sense. Like I get they should, that, they should have like a parade and name a day after him. Yes. Like, <laughs> like it, by the way, that is like part of what I think, or at least a small part of what you're talking about when you say reform, because I feel like that happens when police show up and are like, well, we got to arrest somebody. We can't just show up here and go, well, good job and leave uh, and just take this debris with us in the form of a dead body. Uh, like right. we, we have to arrest you. We, we, it's we like, just we have, have to, to do uh, a full investigate. It's a, why and by the way i know where that guy lives like is that guy retarded like he is because like i know where you live you idiot we're <laughs> neighbors like, you're gonna threaten me I, I can actually fuck with your house your house you idiot <laughs> like, <laughs> they just don't think you're just you're just a blank screen that they can just again just say whatever they want to and walk away from <laughs> and like my, my my wife's doing such a good job of not letting me walk past because like if i see that guy again and by the way they you're a man that threatened me, and then you called other men to handle a job for you. That's what he did. Well, but it's funny. I feel like I'm like counterpointing everything you say. Like that's what we have been for so long conditioned to do: is don't handle it yourself. We're we... an older dude. You should fucking, you know, <laughs> like he's an older guy. Like he was in his 40s. Like you know, I would say like early 50s. That guy. I'm 33. So if I would never, by the way. You have to pretty much be murdering somebody close to me for me to call the cops. Like, I'm not ever calling the cops. Like, this is not, it's not happening. So, like, I mean, for him to be like, I'm a fucking tough guy. I'm going to fucking follow you with a hammer. But I'm going to handle two other men to handle this for me. Because I can't really handle it. Because I'm not really a man. I'm just going to posture like one. It's like, why do you even do that? Just call it right away. Right? Like, what's a tough guy act for? Your wife? Yeah, you're a fucking pussy. No, it is. And <laughs> he will lie to his wife and to himself and be like, well, you know, I would have gone over there and done something, but I wanted to make sure that I followed the letter right. of the law. And, you know, that guy got his comeuppance. And when when they walk him out in cuffs, I can stand there with my arms folded and go, mm hmm. 
And by the way, no, if, if, I, if by the way the cops been like, I don't know, man, I guess don't do that. Like that's what they told me, like don't do that, I guess. And they would have had that. to go back to him and be like, hey, don't stalk people, you psycho. I would have been like, well, he threatened me with the hammer. <laughs> that might so be worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's what I would have said because then you, now you're forcing me in that situation to like say that. You know, it's like, but he should have been like either fight me on the tennis court, <laughs> threaten me with a hammer and leave it, or just call the cops right away. Those are your three options. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't do all four or all three options together because <laughs> that makes you a pussy. Because once you call the cops, you're a pussy. <laughs> like, that's it. So I don't know. It's like, <laughs> what are we? Well, so my wife's been doing yes. a good job, like being like, we can't walk past <laughs> that guy's house. Because if you see him again, you're probably going to fuck him up. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I would. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I feel like there are too many guys like me that are like, I don't know if I could take a punch to the face or not, and I don't ever want to find out. So I, right now to you, I could say, yeah, I too would never call the cops. But if somebody, like, if I was like, if I saw you and didn't know you, I would look at your arms and I would look at your face and go, there is an outside chance that I will get choked to death. So maybe <laughs> I'll just let the proper authorities deal with this. Or if you, like, that's the thing. If you kept coming at me, like... But but that's, the that's thing too. like if I look at my window right now, I just see some dude just throwing some signs around. I'm like, I'm not getting involved dope. in that. Like I'm just not getting involved <laughs> in that. Like you would have to, it would have to be like, oh well, now he's on my property, and like, and still, I would still go outside and be like, hey man, please fuck up my property, <laughs> and then I would fight him. Unless he pulls a gun and I don't have a gun on him, it's the only, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, well now I. I'm kind of outmatched here. <laughs> I think I, I need some help. <laughs> I need some backup on this. <laughs> yeah, I think that is it. People putting their noses in where it doesn't belong. Like they think. So, I mean, the Karen phrase is such a perfect, like, don't be a Karen. <laughs> it is, but also think of it this way too. Like we both said it. Like when we see what we perceive as injustice, like we feel the need to get super angry and engage. We need to do it though. <laughs> We're not, we're not, we're not fucking being like, where'd you live? What's your fucking phone number? Where's your fucking, and we're not like calling the cops. We're just like, Hey man, I got to fight you right now. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, yeah. That, that has been lost too. Like I've had problems with people like since starting the podcast or whatever. And I will just DM them directly and be like, yo, what is the deal? man?" Yeah. Uh, and that usually is the end of it right there. Like we'll talk about it or they'll never answer me and I never have to think about it again. And that I think is lost the like, Hey man, what's like that guy could have come at you different. Be like, yo, why are you doing this? Cause what if you were just like some crazy homeless guy that actually did need help? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But instead he's like, I'm calling the cops. You're going to jail. Like it's, I don't know. Maybe that's not his responsibility either. But if that's not his responsibility to find out why you're doing that and why you're there, then it's definitely not his responsibility to say, hey, stop. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. <laughs> I just talked myself out of my own argument. <laughs> See? Libertarian way, baby. <laughs> don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. I was a libertarian <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it's a libertarian way. <laughs> Dude, would you be surprised, though, how many, especially after the whole Biden-Trump shit going on, how many people come to me privately, of course privately, because they're all cowards, yes. and they'll be like, hey, man, so like, what about the libertarian stuff you're talking about? Like, tell me more about it. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, <laughs> 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 very interesting. <laughs> or I get a lot of this lately too. It's like, hey man, you were right. A lot of that stuff you said, I was like, 
Say that publicly, you fucking coward. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. They should do a podcast with you and be like, I am so sorry. I was so wrong. Because, by the way, nothing feels better than telling people how wrong you were. Especially if you were super hard into something and you're like, well, I actually did my research. I actually looked at it with an open mind and whoops. <laughs> sorry. I'll call, I'll call this person out by his name right now. Billy Strange, comic, comic friend of mine. Uh, fucking he and I, you're a fucking bitch, by the way. You're a coward. You should have fucking answered me. He and I went back and forth on Facebook with each other. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about um, – Minimum wage is bullshit. There shouldn't be a minimum wage at all. It should be definitely not 15 hours. And uh, a lot of uh, workers' rights are bullshit, and, like, there really shouldn't be laws on them. And, like, uh, uh, um, fucking discrimination laws are 100% I'm against discrimination laws. They, they, it shouldn't be illegal to not, hire, to not hire somebody based on whatever you want to. Yeah. Right. So that's a very libertarian stance. That sounds like I'm an asshole. But if I, you know, if any cat out there wants me to actually stand and explain <laughs> to him, it would all make sense. But like if I just say those bullet points, I sound like a heartless cunt. But I'm actually not. I'm actually for the worker, if you hear my. But anyway, <laughs> him and I are going back and forth on Facebook. And I was like, hey, man, listen, I'm, I'm done arguing on Facebook. I said, debate me on my podcast. And then he came back and just tried to debate me more. I said, hey, debate me on my podcast. <laughs> And then he just stopped answering me. Yeah, I said because it three times. Billy Strange, debate me, you pussy. There does you he <laughs> does he talk normally though? Like it's so like that's the other thing people don't realize is like they get into these Facebook or Twitter arguments, and then uh, if you're actually forced to not have any time to think about the paragraph you're going to write, you just have to say it as it comes to your brain. Like you're just. It's going to take longer to get to the point, but no one is as nuanced as they think they are on Facebook until they are actually yeah. saying the words. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, so you should think workers. I'm paraphrasing here, but he's like, you think workers, uh, employees should be able to take it, you know, not pay somebody two dollars an hour ago. You should know your worth as a worker. Yeah, actually, is what you should know. And also, yeah, if that's all you could get, then yeah, but that's your fault then, huh? Because that's your worth. Your worth is two dollars an hour. And then the argument, the counter argument is, well, then every employer would just offer that. No, because no. then no one would go to work. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's not even a hard argument. Like, And if, then, <laughs> no, the counter argument to that. No, because these idiots, this, I deal with this all the time. I, I told you, I argue on Twitter a lot, political arguments, right? Counter argument to that is, well, have it right now. People are working for little money. I was like, right, because there's a forced minimum wage. Exactly. <laughs> what if the what if the forced minimum wage was that two dollars that's unacceptable? Like right, I, and I I went um, I'm also I'm against forced unions, but not unions. So I'm against like if a union forces you to work for, to be in a union, I'm against that. Like what and is then, an example of that? So like there's some jobs you take where like uh, I don't think the PBA is one of them technically, but let's just say the police one for New York. Let's just hypothetically say. Let's say you join that, like you become a cop, you have to join the PBA, you can't become a cop. But that's not necessarily true with them. I'm just saying there are jobs like that where you oh, have to okay, join the okay. union. Oh, okay, okay, I understand, I understand. And that's bullshit. Because, like, why? <laughs> it's your choice, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's worker's choice. Like, you should voluntarily be able to go into a union, yeah. not forced by anybody, government, state, or pr- private. It's bullshit. 
Billy, please go on the podcast. He won't. No, he won't. He's a fucking coward. I don't give a shit, Billy. I'll tell you that to your face if I see you. He moved to California, but, I mean, if you see you again, you're a coward. You won't do it. Uh, No problem. No problem saying that to him. Uh, I say a lot now. Billy, all right, debate me. And then people can't. Because they just know, like, their their talking points. Yes. And they don't know that I actually look into this shit. And I actually do my research. Like, especially, like, schools right now. My wife's a teacher. And, like... I think teachers are a fucking abomination, most of them. And I tell it all the time. But she's like a, a good teacher because I see her and I see the work she puts into her job. Like she busts her fucking balls, dude. Like she really works. And then I see her cohorts who do 0% of what she does. Are teachers and forced then, to be and in unions? They complain. They're in a union. I don't – I think they're – because I know there is a well, teachers union, but I, I don't. She's know. not in one because she's private school. But okay. yeah, there's, there are teachers. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if the police unions are number, the the worst union in the country, you know what number two is? Teachers. You know what number three is? No. Doctors. Doctors. You. I didn't know there were doctors unions. AMA. I, maybe I did know and just didn't really know. <laughs> yeah. Like, so so those three unions in this country are the fucking worst, and because the teachers, they, I, I tell I tell my wife this, I go. You guys are constantly out the guns because you guys don't do your – and again, I'm broad stroking here. Right. Right, but like because my wife is legitimately – I know, oh, it's your saying it's your wife. Dude, I, I'll show you the work she put. I'll film her one day. She busts her balls, dude. She works. But her some of her co- coworkers, they don't do shit, dude. They complain about the – they don't get enough time off? Shut the fuck up. You fucking get paid for that time off. You do no work. You just throw kids fucking like, oh, here, fill out this packet while I go on fucking Instagram. Like you're ju- so they complain, they don't get fired, they, they're, they're not held accountable, and then they blame the students. It's like you guys are the cops without guns, and you get m- immunity. It's a crazy. No drug test. So do you think really? Yep. How could that be? <laughs> no drug test. So is that that is a union deal thing? Like they were like, no, nah, you can't do that. That's bananas. Wait, so there's no accountability. Just like the cops, just like the doctor shit. No accountability. You got to change it. But, but, but like they forced me to pay school taxes. Right. But mm-hmm. all these teachers are like, I can't go back because of Corona. Well, then maybe take down the fucking pictures of you at the shore from Instagram. Huh? Oh my God, dude. Cause I, Cause that's, that's the shit. I'm sorry to cut you off. But no, like, no, no. then the money should follow the fucking student, not the fucking state. Defund the teachers, defund public education, defund the part of education. It's a fucking joke. It's an embarrassment to this country. That money should go right to fucking families with kids. And also, we should all homeschool our fucking kids because the fact that the state or the state government gets to tell you what to teach your kids is a fucking joke. And it's wrong. And they lie to them. So, well, so, well, then they would have to. Would you want that money to be like re or I get. Would the you, money if you were right homeschooling, would you be taxed less? Because how would you be able to sustain yourself? That money, yeah, that money goes right to you. I, well, if you're homeschooling, you mean? Well, yeah. that's how you would want it, yeah. Yeah, because all these parents who are paying all this money for all these teachers to lie about how scared they are to go back to Corona, again, even though I could pull up hundreds of teachers' pictures at the beach partying all fucking weekend, but like, oh, Corona, I'm scared. Mm. Or you're a lazy bitch because you're a fucking teacher, and that's why you're a teacher, because you're fucking lazy, and you know you can skate through that fucking job. 
Well, and do you think that's uh, because of the unions protecting them, or do you yes. think it's... <laughs> <laughs> yes! Well, but here's the thing, though, is like, you know, all you hear is how uh, teachers aren't making enough money, and that's the reason why that they are... <laughs> okay. No, uh, no, I... My school district, I know, my school district <laughs> that I live in right now, they crush. Oh, really? My wife doesn't, <laughs> my wife doesn't, because she's a private school. <sighs> I don't know. I just don't know. Like between, Dude, I, I I would get. I, I, I wish I get a dinner right now. I, would, <laughs> I I think they make like seventy to eighty, ninety thousand a year. Oh my god! Wait, is that so? Public school. I don't even know what to say. Like my only, I have no. I've never worked in a union. My only knowledge of unions came when I was watching. I don't know if you ever saw it, uh, Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj on Netflix. No, I never watched it. Uh, he did one. I know it though. He did all about the one about the police union, and that was my first like really introduction to a breakdown of any kind of union, and specifically the police union, and. I, I don't know. The fact that you said, you know, you're like, I put the police union at the top level of corrupt or terrible and then teachers right under it. Like, uh, you know, I know I only saw the, you know, his side of uh, or his interpretation of the police union, but it didn't look good. Like, it doesn't look it's not, like it's not great. You look at like because I've been following those or doing trying to follow like those police officers that uh, were all the police officers that were there during uh, when George Floyd was murdered. Oh, man. Oh, want to see a civil war? They're going to get off a of murder, dude. I, well, and that's the thing. People keep saying that uh, people think that they won't, but like they will. I, it, they, it really looks like they might. And even if they. This, and well, this is why the left is dumb. This is why politicians are dumb, because they, they bend the mob. They should have said, we're not going to charge him with murder, too, because we can't prove that. But what we can do is charge him with murder, three, and, and fucking uh, manslaughter, because that we could guarantee a charge for. And instead, they were like, no, that's not good enough. We're going to hit him with murder, because that's what everybody likes to hear. Well, you guys fucked yourselves. Welcome to the Civil War, man, because that's what's going to fucking happen. There's no way they're getting on murder. There's no way. There's no fucking way. It, it was crazy because the article that I read like a couple weeks ago was that like the judge had released the gag order on all of those officers because they, they needed to be able to defend themselves against all of these things that were being said against them. And it's like, how, what, I would love to hear the defense that they have of standing around and or being the guy. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you their defense. It was, well, I'm not going to not going to push him off him looks bad that's the thing i you know i i haven't heard right. that a lot just like how teachers don't feel like you're not doing your job with your class you should those kids are failing same thing you see how it works as i said they're just as bad without the guns you see how it works yeah they're not killing kids but they're killing their fucking futures by the way a fun fact that most people don't know but please but everything i say look into yourself like i don't want you know but like um Oh, the federal government puts all this money to the Department of Education. It doesn't go to teachers. It doesn't go to hire more teachers. It doesn't go to the students. You know where that money goes? To hire who? More administrators that do literally nothing. Nothing. If they fired three-quarters of the administration for schools, you would see better teaching, better quality students, better, uh, uh, better grades more money for the schools, better outcome, better, uh, um, uh, support. For, so, so like sports, music, art, um, better support structures for the schools, like a gym, feel all that shit. Cause you cut out bullshit jobs that mean nothing. You don't need a vice principal. 
<laughs> yeah, but you who don't. will take all no, of no, Unless you have a school of like five. No, no, some schools you do. Yeah. But like most don't. But that's a fucking job. Why? No, but seriously, why? And they make $60,000. That's 60000 gone now. Get that shit out of there. It's useless. I am people like, well, you, you, people are losing jobs. Good. I tell my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law works for the local government. And I go, Megan, you don't deserve your job. I like, I just want you to know that. Like, you shouldn't have a job. And I love her to death. But I'm like, you shouldn't have a job. Because you shouldn't, your job shouldn't exist. Because that government job shouldn't exist. I tell that to her face on the reg. So like, <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I do want people to lose their jobs. Because they shouldn't have those jobs. Because it's hurting everybody. And I feel like the minority doesn't outweigh the majority. So I feel like the few administration jobs out there that people are like, well, I don't know what to do. Figure the fuck out, man. I don't know. But like you shouldn't out, you, that doesn't mean that all of our tax dollars should go to you because you're selfish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it just no. Yeah. Sorry. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I hear we all have some bootstraps we can pull ourselves up by. It'll be fine. I'm sure that job. <laughs> will, I'm sure vice principal will translate well into I don't know assistant manager at. Home I just Depot. lost so many people on that rant, but I don't care. <laughs> no, the that's cool. Who stuck with me on that rant are going to be my fans. <laughs> And they're the ones who I want to listen to my podcast. And they're the ones I want to come and see my comedy. So you guys, fucking OGs. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I don't know. I, I I, think it's all interesting. Like, I like talking about anything, uh, politics, anything. I don't know. I don't get a chance to talk a lot of politics. And honestly, like, I think this episode has proved, like, I don't know much. Uh, but... I don't know. I find it all interesting, and I feel like if... But but no, okay, my wife didn't know about... She didn't give a shit about anything until COVID hit. And now she is, like, all in my politics. Like, it's like it's all she talks to me about. It's like, all right, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I don't... I want to do other stuff. <laughs> like, like, it's fucking bad. But, yeah, man, but, but that also goes to show you what bad leadership does. And I want to say leadership, I don't mean the president, I mean him down. Like, everybody. Yeah. It opens people's eyes. Like, it, pe- people go, oh, this is how bad it is? Fuck, where was I? It's like, I know, you should have listened to me for all those years. I was telling you to fucking pay attention. <laughs> yeah, these <laughs> you know? people were supposed to be representing us, and they were just there for themselves the whole time, and we just... It, it's always been easier just to believe what they tell you. They're like, I'm here for you, and you're like, okay, I don't have time to think about it, so just continue being for me. Uh, Dude, I love how Nancy Pelosi's district is San Francisco. It's li- There's literally apps that make you <laughs> avoid human shit. Yeah, and she's showing off fucking fancy ice cream to James Corden. It's like maybe take care of your district, <laughs> maybe. But vanilla or not. bean. I, don't know, man. <laughs> I love this vanilla bean. It tastes so good on my it's silver just, spoon. It's just like I look at this. I go, this is a theater, and we're just in it for the fucking ride. And you people are like not getting it. It's like you're not. You think you're still in the play, and you're not. You're outside. You should be looking in. That's what it is. It's, uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I don't want to take up like your whole afternoon or I guess evening at this point. Uh, but I had a really good time talking to you. Like, I really Same, appreciate brother. you being on the show. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I hope I didn't, uh, piss off too much of your audience with, uh, no, not at all. And, uh, <laughs> First of all, I don't care. I, I hope they would come on and be like, I didn't like this guy. Be like, well, if he'll be on, I'll have him on every week for eternity. It will be the DJ and Adam show. <laughs> hey, man, listen, I'm honest, but I'm fun and I'm funny. So <laughs> it's I all agree. I <laughs> But uh, if you want to plug all your stuff again, we can do that. 
uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, just follow me at Adam Nutter on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, again, I'm very uh, active on Twitter. So follow me <laughs> on Twitter. Um, follow the Nerds of Words show uh, podcast. That's available everywhere right now. That is, um, again, still Nerds of Words for now. We are changing the title. <laughs> so, but if you are already subscribed, it's not gonna. You don't have to do anything. We're changing the title and shit. So just you know, be on the lookout for a title change. Um, and that's available everywhere. YouTube, all that shit. Go, please. Oh, uh. Really what I want to plug is my Patreon, patreon.com slash nurseswords. Uh, again, we're trying to um, get a little extra dough while we can't go do comedy. <laughs> so a dollar, guys, gets you access to everything. And we have different tiers, uh, but a dollar gets you in, gets you all the extra videos. We do, do extra podcasts. We uh, play video games on there with uh, other comics. I, I play like NBA Jam against people and shit like that, like uh, awesome. competitions. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do a bunch of different shit. We have arguments over like who has better villains, Spider-Man or Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we try to break it up not just do regular episodes you know we also have like different tiers we, we watch movie tiers we watch the fights ufc fights if you guys you guys get our discord channel it's like the whole thing so patreon.com slash nerds with words and uh yeah so just join all that shit and uh august 26th comics roadhouse from hegan's son in connecticut coming out to that wednesday night show 8 p.m go to their website for tickets and then the staten island comedy festival september 8th through september 13th uh just google that shit for tickets uh yeah so there i'm gonna be awesome man thank you again so much for being here dude thank you man (laughs) i appreciate you man don't forget to go to official.com that's o-h-f-i-s-h-l.com use promo code table dragger for 25 percent off your first order sleepterrorclothing.com use code table dragger for 15 percent off your first order and go to c-u-l-l-a-h.com that's color.com if you like the music you heard on this episode keep Dragon. Blue.